Hey man, every time I hear our theme song now, it's The Office. In I my guarantee head. you that that won't be there next week. <laughs> Copy- gonna, somebody's going to be like, "No." Copyright infringement. Just to let you know, everybody, um, Mike was going to let you listen to 15 more seconds of that before I pulled the plug on having a 30 second plus intro. I like the song. <laughs> it's not bad, but it does make me think of The Office every time I hear it. So, yeah. well, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome back, episode two. You um, did you forget what our podcast was named? No, <laughs> I was waiting for you to kick in. Welcome back to the second episode of the True Story Bro podcast. I can't believe we made it this far. Yeah. Two it's episodes. World records being broken every day. It's been a long journey. It's been long, a wild ride, Jeremy. I tell you what, this is a long week. It's been a wild ride. Watching that refresh every day <laughs> on Podbean. We got up to 84, 84 downloads. 84 downloads. Thank you so much to everybody that has listened and downloaded us. Uh, we know a lot of family and friends have listened, so we appreciate your time. It took an hour for last week's episode, so we do appreciate it if you listen to the whole thing. Um, not always like me. appreciate the not, support. Not like me. I listened to about the first 20 minutes and turned it off, just so you know. I'm self-centered. I listened to that thing three times in full. <laughs> so, I mean, self-critiquing mostly. Right. Yeah. Obviously. So, uh, no, but really, thank you to everybody that listened to uh, And also, those who gave us feedback. Yes. Shout, shout out to Ryan. Shout out, Ryan. Shout out, Ryan. So, we appreciate that. And anybody else that commented. Uh, had nice nice comments uh, on my posts, uh, you know, given, uh, you know, critiques and whatnot. We appreciate it. We will listen uh, and continue to do that going forward. We always love to hear you. So, And in taking that advice, the last 20 minutes of this episode is going to be uh, Jeremy and I taking turns farting into the microphone. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it won't be. <laughs> Don't listen to Mike. He's grotesque. Well, I'm just saying, if that's what the people want, we should give it to them. Yeah. Oh, well, exciting news, though. Middle of the week, I know I announced it on my Facebook. Uh, we are now on uh, iTunes Podcasts, so definitely look us up there. If you like having that medium as a podcast um, hub shout for out, yourself. Shout out, Mom. I made it. Shout out, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Yuri over there. <laughs> hey, look, Ma. So, uh, Hopefully we'll be on Google Podcast soon. From what I understand, it takes a while for the Google bot to find you, recognize you, and then upload you as a podcast. So if you use that medium, uh, you will be able to listen to us there soon as well. But we'll constantly post and keep updated about it. Like again, I said uh, last week, I flubbed our Facebook uh, <laughs> creation for our, our show. So uh, they block you for 30 days. And so we got one week down. Jeremy got, Three more to go. Jeremy got left on red by Facebook tech support. <laughs> Ghosted. I mean, they were just like, nah, you already screwed this up, so you got to wait 30 days to use your email again. Okay, okay boomer. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I haven't had to create a Facebook page in like, what, 15 years since I've been on? Which no. Is, dude, it's been Facebook a while. came out in like 2007? I got a Facebook. I in got the, mine in 07. My first Facebook was 09. So 2009, so like 11 years. For you? Yeah. So 13 for me, almost 15? Okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. It's, it's 2020, pal. Okay. All right, Boomer. <laughs> was that long ago already? When I was a little bar. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so anyways, uh, well, we're going to kick off with uh, some reviews from, or updates, I should say, yep. from stories that we uh, talked about last week, just two, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, we were actually, we were going to start... 
uh, episode two off with a fact check, but unfortunately we realized that if we did a fact check to start the show, it would be the entire show because we mm. got everything wrong in the first episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. So we're not going to fact check anything. What did you get wrong? Uh, <laughs> I just, I literally just made this joke, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> so, all right. So everything, every, yeah, basically everything. There. All right. So I don't think people wanted to hear about our fact check, but people do want to hear about what's going on in the world, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. If well, they don't do it now, yeah, they're going to hear it now. Yeah, exactly. And if you have, well, sorry, you're yeah. going to listen again. You're going to have our spin on it. Sure. Coronavirus. Update from week one. Not a real thing. Not a real thing. Birds In- aren't real. Influenza's worse. <laughs> Birds aren't real. We'll get that in there. Influenza kills more people. Yes. However, not as uh, sneakily, I should say, as uh, you know coronavirus. What? One of the funny things about the coronavirus, and it was striking. Is it funny? It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was actually striking to me, and this was like one of the things that I read about it, and it kind of just made me stop and think. Um, the chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell. The first thing that he said about it was he was worried that it would disrupt the global economy. Yeah, amazing. And that was early on. Yeah. It's, he wasn't worried like people were dying, people were suffering. He said, this is probably going to disrupt the economy. It goes to show you how much we lean on China for a lot of goods. Yeah. And I, th- I thought it was just striking that and, he... And manufacturing work, really, yeah, too. Yeah. Well, I thought it was striking that he basically came out and put a price tag on human life. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean... But shout out Jerome Powell. Yeah, shout out Jerome Powell. <laughs> uh, the, the, the other weird thing, though, is it really hasn't stagnated the markets. The markets have still been hitting record highs. Uh, Dow Jones, I believe it's up near 29,000. It's up there, yeah. Um, so, I mean, your 401ks aren't taking a hit yet. I know here and there we've had, like, break-even days, plateau days, minor losses, but nothing out of the ordinary of market, you know, moving. Um, so, so, uh, but death toll is like steadily climbing. So I know it wasn't like it just passed SARS, I think last Monday on the death count. It's now almost double that in a week. What is that up to now, Mike? Like 1500 plus? Oh uh, yeah. It's, it looks like it's uh, over 1500 dead. Wow. That's insane. And it's, it is, there are cases confirmed in more than two dozen countries as of now. Yeah, I heard something like 25, 25 countries or something like that. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely a well traveled virus now. Um, well, it's actually a respiratory uh, sickness. Mm-hmm. So well, it it, it can be whatever. I mean, it comes out as different things. It's oh, not yeah, just that's one. True. Um, it kind of like masks itself, and that's mm-hmm. why you have a fourteen day quarantine period. Right. Um, but like. It just sometimes comes out as a common cold for people, and they just don't realize it. I think that's why the spread was so crazy, because people just thought it was a like a head cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, re- I read early on people were just going about their daily lives and not thinking anything of it. Yeah. And then it turned out that they were like some of the first people infected, and mm-hmm. they were just taking it everywhere they went. Mm-hmm. Pretty- yeah. We're talking about like so the death rate I think was something that was brought up middle of the week as something. That um, a lot of uh, mainstream media had brought up compared to SARS, um, which happened in 2002, 2003. Um, so in SARS, uh, 10% of those infected pretty much died. 
So it's a pretty high death rate. With coronavirus, it's hovering around 2%. So that you can imagine how many people are infected by it, which I believe is almost 50,000 people that are confirmed. As of, that, as of today, I have 66,000. 66,000. Confirmed and cases. And that's what China wants you to know. Right. There's probably it took a while more. for that to come out, too. Probably more, yeah. Um, I've, seen, so, I've seen crazy stuff. Like, there are YouTube videos and all sorts of stuff, and you don't know what to believe, but... There are like, I've seen people linking to videos of of high ranking Chinese officials claiming that they're burning bodies. No shit. Yeah, it. I don't know what to believe. It's, it's wild. Yeah. But it's also China. Well, I can imagine. I mean, it seems like the death toll, the daily death toll increases every day. Yeah. I mean, the one day it doubled from like 115 to like 225. Yeah. And I believe it's done that just about every day this past week, at yeah. least. And a lot of pe- and you know a lot of the higher ranking people in China, they're praising the president, mm-hmm. um, saying that we would not be making it through this outbreak without his leadership. Uh, yeah, Xi Jinping or however you pronounce it. I don't Xi know Jinping. Know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, How'd that doctor fare? Exactly. So yeah. hmm. I, I'm sure he'd have a different take on it. China is definitely. I don't know. I don't want. The- Shout out to that doctor, by the way. <laughs> Taking one for the team. I mean, I heard a little bit more about him. 34 years old. 34. Five-year-old at home Ugh. with his wife and one on the way. Yeah. Not good. And he lost his life because he tried to whistle blow on, yep. the, uh, on the coronavirus. Yep. Isn't that a shame? That's a, it's a goddamn shame. Yeah. So uh, I still believe we only have 15 cases here in the U.S., which is I'm kind of shocked it's still that low. Yeah. Well, and knowing how many people... Uh, travel out there, uh, especially, I know, I mean, me personally, I have a bunch of people at my job that do it. Mm. They travel to China. We we have operations in China. Yeah. So I'm surprised um, with how many people travel to China, and, and I'm sure that's why we have 25 affected countries, mm. um, but I'm surprised it's only 15 in the U.S. Yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm surprised. It's a little low, I thought, too. Um, I know France reported their first death, so and that was actually the first death outside of the Asian continent. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an 80-year-old tourist. Mm. Um, they didn't list his name. He um, lived a full life. He, yeah, he had it coming. I'd like um, to know what the age ranges are. Some of the people that are, you know, dying to see just if it affects older. Well, if you think about people more, it, yeah, well, immune think, system-wise, you know, if you think about the doctor, the whistleblower, you said he was 34. Yeah, 34. And this tourist in France was 80, so we at least know it's 34 to 80. It took two months for him to die, though. Yeah, because he, he was he was hands. You know, hands on immediately with this stuff. Right. So I don't know if he, you know, only got it recently before he had just died or what. Yeah. But yeah, crazy stuff. Um, not a, not sure what's going to happen. They keep saying that it's quarantined to the point where it shouldn't be spreading anymore, but yet you hear more deaths every day yeah. and more countries affected. So, you know, better safe than sorry if you somehow have flu like symptoms and, you know, go to the doctor. Yeah. Definitely just go to the doctor. Don't mess with it. Because you could have the coronavirus. Oh, absolutely. And China did fire two health officials. Um, oh, they don't fire health, health officials. Oh, no, they're probably dead now. They killed them. Yeah, yeah they're probably dead they're now. They're dead. I was trying to keep it a little a oh. little more tame for the pod. Why, are you liberal? No. <laughs> yeah. You cuck. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other crazy thing out of this story is uh, Hong Kong. They had a, um, in Hong Kong, it's been, you know, spreading there as well. Um, I think we mentioned that last pod. There's, they're like almost 600 miles away from. Right, they're very um, far. It's like traveling from like so like 
Pennsylvania to like Chicago. Yeah, they're they're like six hundred, almost six hundred yeah. miles from uh, Wuhan, and um, an, an apartment had to evacuate because it was they they feared it was spreading through their pipes, Ugh. like their water and everything. So, um, I mean, just people are just they just don't know how how else this could spread. It's supposed to be airborne only, and like physical touch, like a like a cold. Um, but no, that was just another weird story that came out of Hong Kong because they were starting to see some mass effects there. Um, and then you have all these cruise ships that are, you know, kind of like just held up at, at ports. Yeah, they're just docked. They I, don't know. They can't let anybody off the ship. What's it called? The Diamond Princess? Diamond Princess is probably the <clears> worst <throat> one because yeah. they have over 200 cases well, of the, the virus they on board. They actually interviewed a lady on TV who got off yeah. of the ship. Yeah. Um, well, they were. Well, I heard the most recent update on that was that um, U.S. Um, consulates were going to offer any U.S. persons on that ship a way off, but they'd have to be re-quarantined for 14 more days. Whereas they were about to hit the 14-day quarantine that the ship in, uh, placed on them, and they were like two days away from getting off the ship, but they wanted the security or some felt that the security from the consulate or the US you know might help them more than than Japan was so i don't know um but there was um the Westerdam cruise ship finally docked in Cambodia and their trip was hellacious because they were denied everywhere they went um so there's no known cases of the virus on board but they weren't allowed to port anywhere which I thought was strange. They have um, almost fifteen hundred guests, eight hundred crew members, um, and I guess they all had to pass health checks on board to offload wherever they went. So they were okay with that, obviously. Um, but the weird thing is, they they went to okay, so they departed Hong Kong early February. Uh, they went to Shanghai, then they went to Japan. To offload when the coronavirus broke out you know, massively around the world and mostly in China, um, Yokohama, uh, Japan, and then they were barred by Prime Minister Shinzo Abe from porting. So they said, sure. And then Abe comes in a day later and goes, no, like we don't want you here. They already had one. They had the uh, the Diamond Princess there and they they didn't want the other one even though there's no known cases on board. So then they tried, uh, what's next, Guam. Got denied there, which was U.S. territory. Yeah. Uh, then they tried Bangkok, denied there. Um, Thailand, denied there. Philippines, denied there. And now in Cambodia. So when I first heard that, I was like, damn, Cambodia is like <laughs> a ways away from Japan. Yeah, it's it's not yet. Yeah, and here they've been sailing this whole time just trying to find a place to go to port just so they can offload, even though there's no known cases on board that they say. And wow. I'm like, damn, they couldn't get anywhere. So just... Uh, Shout out Cambodia. Yeah. Good job, guys. They're going to be able to get flights out of Cambodia. They don't know when, but they'll be able to offload almost immediately I don't, um, as long as they pass their health screens. I'm not too familiar with Cambodia. Is it a nice place? Uh, like, is it a like a... Democracy, I, or is I it? believe it's. I believe there's some touristy things there, tourist okay. attraction stuff. I'm not very familiar with it though. I'm either. not either. So I mean, I don't. 
there that's the update on Cambodia on the, not Cambodia on the coronavirus. Um, yeah. Look, looking grim, not good. It's not great, not great. The death toll's rising. They keep saying it's you know quarantine. That's not. It shouldn't be spreading. The outbreak should be pretty much over. But I, I yeah, mean, it's it took two months for China to come out with this as a news headline that they have an issue. So yeah, and the the World Health Organization is still um, is getting more and more involved in this as well, and and they're they're starting to focus in on. Uh, uh, China and they are they're visiting China and they are trying to figure out what exactly China is telling us what they're not telling us mm-hmm. they're trying to make sure that China is doing what they're supposed to be doing basically to try and contain this thing right because they flubbed initially even yeah. getting this to public knowledge yeah well and that's yeah. typically you know countries like China that's what they do they try to keep uh, public perception uh, you know, under the table if it's something negative like this. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, yep, coronavirus, we'll keep you posted on that as we move forward in the coming weeks because mm-hmm. at this point it does not look like it's going to go away. Looks not like, anytime soon. Yeah, it's here to stay. Well, actually, what Donald Trump said, the heat is supposedly like he claims that he's going to kill it, right? I, because there I are, there are no, he said... Um, he claimed there were, I don't know if he, a direct quote, but I think he said that in like warm countries, there are no cases of coronavirus. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm, that I don't know. So. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't think I've heard that. I mean, it is wintertime now for yeah, yeah. most he, of the upper app. He know. may be, he may be right about that. I don't know. I'd have to look at some of I the. I think uh, I heard something. I don't remember if, what exactly it was. Yeah. What would that be? Would that be uh, biology? Biology? Yeah. What's, uh, what science would this fall in? I guess Biology. Biology. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a biologist, so I don't know. We're not really scientists, so. But let's let's you know what? Let's hope the heat kills it. Whatever but. science that falls under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope the heat kills it because it's been a very mild winter, and spring is coming, and let's hope it just you know gets That's rid right. of you know yeah exactly. Phil said so. Yeah. Phil so, said so. So yep, coronavirus will move forward from that because I don't actually know what else to say about it so. yeah it's kind of depressing anyways it is yeah um what's next man what's what else you got going on the only other note i had was antarctica we talked a little bit about that record day in temperature they had uh 64.9 degrees oh you know what actually i okay yeah that was it was a reading taking on seymour island on the tip the tip it's, of antarctica um, just the tip it, it was ta- <laughs> just the tip it was taking at uh a research base called Marabio Research Base. Yeah, wasn't that? Um, it's run by Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Yeah, so um, it was taken on February 9th. But here's uh, what they said. They said that this is not to be taken out of context, that it is just... Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not indicative of a, a major climate right. it's, change. It is a data point that they are putting onto right. their into their data set um, for the long-term review of things. Right. So, but at the same time, it does point to warming. Right. Oh, um, yeah, because they said that there, it was... But the, it, it's not it's not definitive proof they were of seeing, anything. Yeah, they were seeing trends that way, oh, but, um, that, it was, that it was hitting temperatures like that, as high as that. Right. Um, but there was also a Russian station, I believe... Um, let me take a look here. Yeah. Um, Mother it's, Russia. Uh, 
Vostok um, holds the record for the lowest temperature ever recorded in Antarctica, which was set on July 21st, 1983, when the temperature dropped to 128.56 degrees below zero. Jesus. Bring a coat. Shit. I mean, that's hot on a hot day. Can you imagine how cold that is? You ever see the video of the people from, um, I guess they were in Alaska. They go out on their back porch and they just throw water. Oh, and it just instantly freezes. They just throw water into the air and it freezes. I don't even think it gets to that point when you have it in the cup. It's crazy. (laughs) It just reminds me of, uh, uh, what is the day after tomorrow? Those pilots come out of the crash chopper and he just freezes on the door as he tries to get his ass out of there. Day after tomorrow. That was a good movie. Excellent movie. I mean, it's crazy. There's a scene in that movie like after the disaster hits mm-hmm. there there's a scene in that movie where they're like it's like a traveling scene and the location is somewhere northwest of philadelphia yeah 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 when so, he's traveling up to new york yeah, to that, see sam that's us mm. you know yeah that, that's like our neck of the woods oh yeah very cool I, mean, I don't think there was really any landmarks though that you could really tell no it was, it was just you know the area so um but no that's an excellent movie when the water just rushes over Lady Liberty oh, and yeah. comes crashing into the city, yeah. like filling it up. Maybe that was, you know, that's kind of what it feels like happening right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> Antarctica has icebergs that just rip off the continent daily and raise the sea levels, you know, four feet at a time. It's crazy. That just happened, too, by the way. Literally just happened. That was, just that was, happened. That, that just happened. Like it just happened. It literally just happened. That was gonna be part of my at eleven part of, seventeen. PM. Part of my no, not eleven seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> but it was gonna be part of my my update here. Oh, because apparently okay. an iceberg broke off uh, on a um, glacier, an Antarctica glacier, the Pine Glacier is what it's called. Um, hmm. It's twice the size of DC. No shit. Yeah, it wow. raised the sea level. Four feet. You know, raising the sea level four feet would destroy a city like New Orleans. Well, I mean, I think it's four feet around Antarctica. Mm. But, um, I mean, it's just, it's one of the fastest uh, retreating glaciers in Antarctica. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and actually, I read um, January was the hottest January on record. Yeah, oh, it's trending that way. In the last 100... But to have, like, record high, like, temperatures like that, it's not like they're going to see that every day. Plus, it's also close to um, South America, which is already a warm continent. No, but I'm just talking... This is, like, a a separate piece of information. It's in 101... They've taken recorded data for 141 years. And January... This past January was the hottest January of all time. Damn. So that's not good. No. They're definitely... That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it. You know, Argentina, is it is it global warming a part of it? I think so. I, well, I mean... obviously, the climate's, the climate's changing. The, yeah. It's the, climate change. Yeah. It, it, some, something negative is going on with the earth, um, to say the least. So uh, that's just what it is to me. Yeah, I, I don't really dive into climate change too too much, but I'm, you know, I kind of read the science that's out there. Right. You know, what they say like 98% of scientists agree that it's happening. I don't want to get on this. I don't. Cuz you like 
Like, you know, there's... You, you don't want to get on it because <laughs> I'm going to be able to give you overwhelming evidence... No, it's not that. ...to it's, prove that it's happening, or it's you don't want to get onto it because... Because you know that there's going to be that 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 pushback. Like, oh, it's 98 of, of these types of scientists, not all scientists. Because well, ta- you could really break it down into... You can, but we're also... We're not talking about dentists who recommend brushing with Colgate. We're talking about... No, that's only certain dentists. <laughs> We're, we're talking it's not ninety eight percent of the dentists want you to use Colgate. It's Colgate's dentists. Shout dentists. out Colgate's. Yeah, don't at me, people, about this. I don't know. All right, well, let's get off climate change since you're a pussy. Um, <laughs> why don't we talk? Well, I don't have the shit in front of me. Neither do I. I'm just going off. Of, well, I'm, I don't want to talk. I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know, dude. You can say whatever you want to say on it. This is a safe space. This is our fucking podcast. Our podcast is a safe space. You can say whatever you want to say. Yeah, but then people are going to at me, and I don't want that shit. No one's going to at you. No one even knows we exist yet. We already had somebody at us. What are you talking about? Oh, we did? Not on Twitter. Oh. By the way, we do have a Twitter, just to remind you people. (laughs) Insert plug here. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's get back on track here. Not that we were ever on track, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. let's uh, Let's talk about New Hampshire. Yeah, New what, Hampshire. What do you what do you know about New Hampshire? Bernie Bros, man. No, Bernie I'm, Bros are loving hold, it. Hold on, hold on. Like, no, no. I'm asking you. Like, let's just talk about the state of New Hampshire. Oh, uh, is there is there something going on there up, right now? It's up north. Did it's, something important happen there? People ski there. There's there's a bunch of rich people that live there, aren't there? Rich whites. Rich whites. Yeah, yeah. mostly. Mostly. Shouldn't say all are white. Most of them are. We are pretty diverse across the nation. No, you're right. So Bernie Sanders, he won the New Hampshire primary, um, which is not by a lot, though. not by a landslide. And it was surprising because he won that shit by what twenty points against Hillary. Yeah, he crushed Hillary. Now, um, granted, again, there, granted, there was only two people really running for that primary four years ago. Yeah. So well, I mean, and you, you gotta. I know we had this discussion on Facebook back and forth in our group. Yeah, but um, you got like you have how many people still running in the damn primary? Yeah, but people you, are stealing votes. It's almost like you know Jill. What is it, Jill Stein? In the you know, like she grabbed votes, and so did Johnson. Yeah, she took two votes away from someone um, else. You know what I mean? No, I got you. But I mean, I Gary feel Johnson made a bigger impact than she did. But still, by the way, if you want to watch one of the greatest political clips of all time. Look up Gary Johnson calling Donald Trump a pussy. Oh, yeah. It That's, is It is by far funny. one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm not saying Donald Trump is a pussy. I'm just saying Gary Johnson made me laugh harder than I've ever laughed before in my life when I when I heard him say that. Mm-hmm. Side note. So if you want to go on YouTube and look that up, you will not regret it. It, it is pretty funny. Well, so is... Uh, what, what? It's funny because he claimed that he climbed the highest mountain on every continent, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then he says he's going to do like a 5,000 mile bike ride or something. <laughs> like, Gary Johnson was, he's crazy. Bonkers. The dude is crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, I think you should look that up. Um, but no, Bernie won um, New Hampshire, which was good for his campaign because, you know, the Iowa, all that, the mess in Iowa. Uh, he won the popular vote. They gave Mayor Pete the delegates, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So technically, Mayor Pete won Iowa. Which I think that's what catapulted his run in New Hampshire, though, too, because you're, you're supposed true. to carry some kind of momentum over from Iowa to New Hampshire. Right. And New Hampshire's the first one to vote on, actually vote on the primary. Yes. Um, so for him to get to within 2% of um, 
Bernie yeah. in it's, his area. It's a big deal. That's his home, you know, his backyard. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. I, 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 I personally don't think it's as big a deal as some people do, but I still think it's significant for Mayor Pete. It gives him, you know, basically a win and a second place finish before he hits all these other ones that are coming up. Yeah. And it, he was a fifth. He was in fifth, like running like behind four other people this whole time. And all of a sudden, Iowa happens, New Hampshire happens, and he just catapulted. Now, he also got a lot of attention. I think we mentioned that last week. Um, you know, they were going after him mm-hmm. before the primary. So he, he weathered it a bit, but still pretty good showing for him in New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and so they're on their way to uh, Nevada next. Uh, the Nevada caucus is going to be And I heard Nevada on. loves Bernie. Yeah, Nevada loves Bernie. But you know what? Um, it's funny. Biden is doing well in Nevada right now. Yes. As of now, he's doing well. And see, because Joe Biden came out and said the reason he struggled in Iowa and New Hampshire and this is kind of an open mouth insert foot moment for Joe Biden. He said that it's mainly white people in those two states. <laughs> he, he basically said the reason I didn't do well is because there was no diversity in those states. He is a no malarkey guy. So, well, he is a no malarkey. He don't he don't give a what, shit. He's a lying dog-faced pony he's soldier. Lying do- <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. I hate, he, he, all right, boomer, you know. Yeah. He finished 5th by the way, yeah, he, which was poor. Very poor. Warren also fourth, poor, right? fourth, yeah, poor showing, and that's her backyard too. Exactly, she's, she's from up Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, that's her so, neck of the woods. So Amy Klobuchar was other, the other one. She was that, the surprise. She was the well, I think Mayor Pete's still the surprise, but she was she was pretty. That's pretty surprising for her to finish third. Yeah, exactly. But she was there early too. She did. She campaigned hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, New, New Hampshire went. I guess New Hampshire went as predicted. I think so. People expected Bernie to win New Hampshire just because yeah, of so. its proximity to Vermont. He, is, of course, is the independent senator from Vermont. But so now we turn our focus um, to Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's already, you know, boots are already on the ground in Nevada. They're campaigning hard. Um, the caucus is on f- uh, February 22nd, which, if my memory serves me, that's a Saturday, right? Uh, uh, yep. Yep. So that's a Saturday. So then they're going to. Uh, do the caucus there. Sanders is leading in Nevada right now. Biden's in second. Warren is in third as of the most latest mm-hmm. polls today. Um, and then they move on to South Carolina uh, the following weekend, February 29th. Um, and yeah. the GOP is canceling events in both states uh, because Donald Trump is going to be the Republican mm-hmm. winner uh, in all of those states. So, uh, before Before we move on to anything else on this topic or after this topic i gotta give a shout out to yang gang oh yang Hashtag gang, yang oh. gang. He, i was repping him hard r.i.p yang gang yeah it was it was tough i he was on cnn like the night before and they kept asking him and he uh, you know hey I, you know depending on how you show are you suspending your campaign after today <laughs> and he was just like we're here strong we're gonna you know we're just gonna you know live through the night and See what happens. I really, uh, I liked Andrew Yang. He's got a lot of great ideas. He's a likable guy. It's a shame he can only pull like between six and eight minutes of talk time on these debate stages. He was in seven or eight of them. Out of he only missed one of them because they changed the rules a little bit. Yeah, honestly, I and I, I can't believe I'm. He saying He came that. out of nowhere. I can't believe I'm. He did. I can't believe I'm saying this. I think some people like. I I think 2016 Donald Trump showed us what could happen when you are not normal. So yeah, the, some of the candidates like 
Bernie Sanders isn't going to act oh, that, that way. Oh, when you're just flying off the cuff, yeah. you know, kind of winging Joe, it. Joe Biden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden isn't intentionally going to act that way. No. He, Joe Biden's <laughs> just going to say dumb <laughs> shit because that's what he says. But Andrew Yang... I think his boat, by the way, has a lot of holes in it. Yeah, he's sinking. He's, he, does, he's, he doesn't know he it yet, He might not but make it across the harbor. They're going to have to take Joe Biden out <laughs> to pasture. He's taking on water. He's he's paling it out if right he doesn't, now. If Joe Biden doesn't win Nevada and South Carolina, mm. I would not be shocked if he just closes down the whole campaign. Yeah, he'd have like you'd almost have to. I mean, you'd go zero for four. It's no one wants you, bro. It's mm-hmm. time to move on. You were great. You know, you were a good vice president, and so on and so forth. But it, your time is past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like then it becomes you know like old Yeller where Barack Obama takes the gun and goes, "He's he's my vice president. Jesus I'll do Christ, it." Jesus Christ, we're gonna talk about shooting Biden out in the woods. <laughs> Jeez, he's my vice president. I'll do it. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Biden. Mike said that, not me. So at Mike. Look, Uncle Joe, I loved you, bud. In 2016, you know, or sorry, from 2008 to 2016, um, you were a great vice president. But cool, Joe. Yeah, he was. He was a bamf. He was a badass. Um, but unfortunately, it seems like Brock brought out the best in him. That's um, true. I can believe so, that. Oh, uh, one. Uh, but no, hashtag Yang Gang. Hashtag Yang Gang. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, good guy. Raise up, Yang Gang. I hope he gets. Maybe he gets a cabinet position. Maybe he treasury. Treasury. Someone mentioned treasury, and I was like, "Damn, that's a good idea." Yeah, yeah he I mean, likes. I mean, he wants to give money away. So well, it's not just that, but it's also the automation put a, aspect of the true, uh, true manufacturing. I mean, he's true. he's big on it. I mean, he, his book was basically wrapped around you know data points about how automation's ruining America. Yep. Um, and how like all those jobs left because, well, it's just too expensive to manufacture in America. Yeah, and I don't think he's wrong. No, he's he's right, and he has. That's a, why a lot of people did like him. He makes a lot of very good points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope you know. I don't think his political career is over, of course. Um, oh, yeah, I he, mean, he still has aspirations not. for the White House, so he, he'll he'll so do what he has to do. Are you saying that there's a chance that I could still put my Andrew Yang for president sign out in my yard? You could absolutely do that. I got that shit in like November, and it was freezing outside, and I'm like, all right, not putting that out yet. The ground was kind of frozen. <laughs> And then he, and then it's sitting in my house for two months, three months, and then he closes his campaign down, and it's still wrapped up. <laughs> I never got to put it out. I got, I got. I a, knew it was a long shot. I got a. But yank. it was been. It was like my first time donating to an actual, yeah, you know, party uh, platform by a president, can, presidential candidate. So I was, I was gonna proudly display that. The th- it's. I've never donated to a campaign. This was my first. But I donated five dollars towards Donald Trump's impeachment. How? It was a uh, Act Blue or something? Yeah, you got ripped off. No, they sent me where a Where the hell did that money go? I don't know. I don't really <laughs> care. I wanted Donald Trump impeached. I don't give a fuck where they put it. Where? And they sent me a stick they sent me a sticker with Donald with a peach and it had oh, it had wavy blonde hair. Yeah, from? it's on my guitar. Um, but I was going to put my Yang Gang sticker on my guitar too, but I couldn't fit it anywhere. You couldn't no, I couldn't fit it anywhere so on my I guitar. I gave you those stickers. Well, it's still sitting on my dresser, but collecting dust. Collecting dust, Not like probably... Yang, like Andrew Yang's campaign. Can Hold we move on? on? It's a window cling. You could put it on your window. It's a window cling too. Oh my god! <laughs> I showed you what I did with mine. I put it on my back window. Yeah, it came you're... with two. Is that why people have been rear-ending you a lot oh this my week? God. No. Are you kidding me? People love Yang. I'm just. Well, I told you that time I wore my Yang Gang shirt out, and someone recognized it and said, "Yeah, Yang Gang." And I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm gonna go eat my nachos now." 
That's great. That's it a, was weird. That's a great story, Jeremy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So true story, bro. True story, bro. Politics, <laughs> politics, politics don't have to be miserable here on True Story, no, bro. Pod. Absolutely not. Um, so, which was a suggestion, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, other things that I wanted to mention was Mayor Bill De Blasio has oh, yeah. officially endorsed Bernie Sanders. Oh, okay. It's kind of a big deal. So, you, I love you. Like almost disclaimered before you mentioned that. What politics doesn't have to be ridiculous on this podcast and now we're going to talk about this you should probably did this afterwards what do you because we're going to bring up hill dog oh god see she, hillary needs to go away <laughs> i, I voted look <laughs> she I, needs to go back on her nature so, walks look so last week you told don't me, off me last please week you clinton told, campaign you t- <laughs> don't at me i don't mike I, brought you up <laughs> Mike brought you into this 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 realm. You here. actually are the one who just you literally just said hill dog. I know you brought it up, so I if, didn't bring this. Topic so if up. you have multiple gunshots to I, the back <laughs> of your head, but multiple no, that's overkill. Uh, I man, you know what? I voted for Hillary, and I'm going to tell you, I did vote for Hillary Clinton, and you told everyone who you voted for. Bernie, Bernie. Um, so wow, we were opposites on that. Yeah, so I voted for Hillary Clinton. Oh shit. Um, it was just what I thought was right, yeah. um, but I mean, I voted for obviously, but I saw in a, I saw general a, election. Yeah, well, I saw a flawed candidate in, in Hillary. Hillary. Yes, so but to me, you know what the funny thing is though? What everybody thought she ran the White House when her and Bill were in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she tries to go for it herself, well, and they're like, "Nah." The the the. the <laughs> They the, balance the budget. Yeah. The best way that I've ever heard it put was Lewis Black. Mm. He's he laid it out. He said, "I love Lewis." Yeah, Lewis Black's a genius. But he said that familiarity breeds contempt. Mm. And he yeah. he pointed out that Hillary Clinton has just never gone away. That's true. So she yeah, because she was always in the right. House. So she became the first lady. Obama, Obama brought her back in after their right. election. So she became the first lady. Mm-hmm. And then after that, she became fucking senator of New York. Mm-hmm. Then after that, she went back into the White House. She was she senator was, multiple times. Yeah, yeah and she, she was. Well, she was uh, Secretary of uh, Defense, right? Uh, Secretary of State. Secretary of State. That's right. So then she ran defense. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Or lack thereof, depending <laughs> depending on what side of the aisle you fall on. Damn, but God, but um, but, yeah, but um, <laughs> but so she was Secretary of State, yeah, yeah, and then she runs to be president again. Mm. It's like she never went away, and he and Lewis Black points that out that she never went away. Yeah, so people are just like tired of seeing her face. That's true. Tired of hearing that's her good talk. Point. Um, and I think that that's I don't think that people hate Hillary Clinton because she's a woman or anything like mm-hmm. that, or she's. I just think people are tired of hearing well, her talk. Let, it let the conspiracy theories manifest mm. constantly that they offed people. Sure. And then the Alex Jones talking about the pizza shop that she apparently ran with uh, um, yeah. pedophilia going on in the basement. Yeah, that was... That yeah. just ramped everything up. <laughs> Could you imagine just kicking in the door of a Domino's? Where are the kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shifty shift is up to something. You, you know some fucking crazy guy in... Virginia tried that or something. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not going to make light of it. I know there is definitely issues with people They're in at, power. Having, is. Obviously, you have Epstein. Well, and the many, Epstein thing. How right. many you know times was Clinton on his on his plane? Yeah. Uh, Prince Andrews and people like legit people in power. How many times was Donald Trump on his plane? Once. A couple times. I only thought I saw once. 
Not as many times as Clinton, that's no, for sure. No, not as many times as Clinton. No. If anything, a few times. But Clinton also, I don't think, has a creepy video of him standing next to Epstein. You ever no. see that one? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, dancing, right? Yeah. They're at, like, a party somewhere. Yeah, he's kind of, like, dancing. He's, like, biting his bottom lip. Yeah, and it's just yeah, kind of yeah. creepy. And then and then Epstein gives that creepy laugh, yeah. like, doubled over real quick. And then yeah. was like, oh, my God, you're so funny. <laughs> so, basically. Weird. So, there's, yeah, there are a lot of high-profile powerful people who yeah. are connected to Jeffrey Epstein on both sides on both sides of the aisle yeah, it's disgusting and then in Hollywood has their own shit going mm-hmm. on because the Catholic priests got Harvey their own. Weinstein so we're not you know don't want to make light of that situation no. but um, but Alex Jones is a is a crazy asshole. he's a crazy yeah he's a nut he's an absolute nut I mean hilarious on Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> listen to me <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I mean if you want a good laugh Listen to the second time he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. I think they animated it and put it on YouTube it as was, well. That was hilarious. It was one of the, the best cartoon. things I've ever oh seen on God. YouTube. You want to laugh your ass off. Oh, shit. It was, that was hilarious. And it's a good, like, seven minutes. <laughs> so it's And it's just constant hilarity. Absolutely bonkers show. Joe Rogan at me. Yeah, shout out Joe Rogan. Shout out Joe Rogan experience. We're, we're following our dreams just like you did, bud. Absolutely. We're just starting in he our... He started on his couch. Yeah, we're starting in our living room here. Started just, on his couch. Yeah. So, yeah. On, if, with his laptop. If just Joe, using the camera. If Joe Rogan hears this, yes, I would like to try DMT. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't... What do you, I DMT? Don't, yeah, what is it's that? It's a drug. Oh, my God. He always talks about it. I rarely... Well, so I, I admit, maybe I'm not paying attention when yeah. he says it. Well, I don't so like know the thing is, is um, your brain actually produces it. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, you, I think I have heard yeah. him talk about it. So like, this you before. can talk about it. Like, you can take it in more concentrated levels, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to have these like. I listen to him at work, so if if it's something that I'm not very familiar with, I might tune it out. Oh, okay. Because I I'm uh, just I'm not allowed to listen to stuff at work. <laughs> so that's probably also why. But we, um, we can't edit this. Just so you know. Shit. <laughs> We're not that good yet. You're not that good yet. You had this. You had you had this program on your computer for two weeks, man. Yeah. What are you doing? I haven't had time to use it. <laughs> so, hopefully, no one you work is with. It, is it true this. that if you don't use it, you lose it? It is true. If you don't <laughs> use it, you lose it. Audacity watches. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So we did. We did New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah I like New Hampshire. I've never been. I've been to Maine. I went to Maine once. You just said you like New Hampshire, like you've been there. Well, I've never been. I've, I've been. I have driven past it. <laughs> you lie. No, I have. Um, I've been through Massachusetts. Did you know that in, um, like the Northeast, mm-hmm. um, they at like McDonald's they have like crab cake sandwiches. Mm, I kind of heard that that McDonald's does that. They like, like regional, the, regional, yeah, yeah, where they because. It's I'm, crazy. Yeah. So like we when we went to Maine, we stopped in Hartford, Connecticut, mm. and we stopped at a McDonald's. And I walked in, and I was expecting to see the advertisements for like the McChicken. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. No, it was like a lobster roll sandwich. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really funny. How ex- how expensive was oh, that? It's the same price. Really? Yeah. It's you know it's fairly priced. Was just it like real a lobster. Probably from that area. Mm. Yeah, probably. 
I didn't. Think I, they I didn't want to try it. McDonald's, though, you know. Yeah, I didn't want to try it because like we had a long drive, and I didn't want to be getting like car sick. You want to have the bubbly guts? Yeah, I didn't want to get the bubble guts halfway <laughs> through Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> By the way, if you've ever okay, if diarrhea <laughs> talk on the podcast, if, check. If you've never been to Hartford, Connecticut, don't go. <laughs> you're, you're not missing much. Is Sorry. that why they lost their hockey team? So, <laughs> Sorry, Hartford. <laughs> they love their hockey team. They do. They do love their hockey team. And Carolina got one. Yeah. Carolina, what, what? Carolina got one. Repping Carolina. I do like that they wear the, the Hurricane, or not the Hurricane, the... Uh, the Whalers. The Whalers yeah, uniforms. They the do old Hartford uniforms every once in a while. It's yeah, pretty cool. It is pretty cool. The throwbacks. That city is still trying to fight to this day for a team. It's so funny. Um, they're still trying to make a case for it. Well, they're giving Seattle the team, right? What I, I think that was settled, yeah. yeah I, I don't think they settled on a name yet, though. I think they did. I don't know what it is, though. Did they? I think they did settle on a name. Well, if anybody out there knows what it was, I don't have time to look at it. Yeah, send us a message. Well, I mean, you, we're probably going to be able to find it out quicker than you guys send us a message. No, I don't want to know until I get someone <laughs> to send me a message. You're just going to go on a Twitter block for like a week? Yeah, I'm not, I do not want to know what the name of Seattle's new ice hockey team is until somebody literally reaches out to me and tells me <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Well, I don't think it's like everyday news, so you probably have a good chance of missing it for a week. That's true, yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Coronavirus, election, Antarctica temperature. Um, oh, the uh, Australian brush fires. Yeah, I heard of that. Ooh, they have been. Oh, the picture of them when they had rain. I know. That was so cool to see. Yes. Like you're like relieved for them. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. But they, they have been contained, extinguished, whatever you want to call it. In one area, though. New South Wales. New South Wales. Um. So, and it's. And it was something they hadn't done at all on the whole entire right, well, right. continent. Yeah, well, people have been dealing with this since September. Oh shit! People, I don't know if people realize like this is their actual brush fire season. Yeah, well, and, and, and it started months before it was supposed to. Right, and so they're gonna they're gonna things are calming down and they're getting everything under control just in time for the brush fire season to start again. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, Australia. I'm glad they got the rain though. Yep, they needed the that, rain. I mean, I. It's such was... a Berks County thing to say. We needed the rain. Oh, <laughs> farmer, <laughs> farmer Mike. Oh man, Trout City over there. No, yeah, it's it was. I I can't imagine the damage that the, all that fire has done. I mean, they were already estimating a billion animals just done. Gone. Mm-hmm. I can imagine what they when they reassess everything. What's going to be on the near extinct list? <sighs> Wasn't koalas on there? Koalas was on the list because yeah. of the fires. Yeah, but all um, what was the other? Or were they on there before the fires? They might have. I don't know. I know they. Because I know. I know there were, was like a desperate like yeah, gra- like snatch and grab koalas. Well, before you, they well, they were the doing fire. that to kangaroos too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just you just. Well, there's a certain species of kangaroos too. Yeah, and you, I thought just people like were sharing all these videos to social media. They're just mm-hmm. driving through areas that are on fire, and they see a kangaroo sitting on the side of the road. And they throw their car in park, and they run and grab mm-hmm. the kangaroo and throw it in their car. How dangerous is that? Do you think? Like, do you think kangaroos know that they're in trouble and they yeah. just let? Oh yeah, because like absolutely, yeah. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, dangerous animal. You like can, that's you, a dangerous animal to go up to. You can tell in the videos these animals. Want, oh yeah, they want to be saved. But that's crazy, right? I'd pick up a kangaroo if I could. Well, yeah, if it wasn't going to kick me in the gut. No, baby kangaroos. Well, that's one thing. I'm, I'm talking about like like. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm full-grown <laughs> kangaroo. Like, hey, hop in. <laughs> We're not fighting adult kangaroos. <laughs> We're not, talking about rescuing. Not ones like that, that are... Aussie review. <laughs> yeah. Video. 
That guy goes up there to try and save his dog, and he just slugs oh, this thing in the face. It doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it was like shocked at even like, wow, I've never been stood up to like that before. Yeah, I've never been punched. <laughs> jacked him mm. right in the face. Dude, that was great. Yeah, but um, kangaroos are freaking jacked. They are. They're Dude, yeah. they're upper body. It's like chest day every day for them. I need to know their routine. And then they sit on their tail, and they freaking... Their tails are strong, too. Well, they're beefy because they put their whole body on them. Yeah. When they go to kick you, they're too hind their two legs are up in the air kicking you so they got a balance on the tail yeah it's crazy kangaroos well let's see what else we got here oh shoot i have a little bit on roger stone but there's still stuff coming out on that i don't want to talk about him yeah it's kind of a weird we don't let's let that one simmer for a little bit i do think it's odd though it is like the timeline of Barr interjecting Mm -hmm. and trump tweeting and then Trump talking about how he's like no one's given a king this kind of you know backlash before, even yeah, in his own party. Yeah, that's... And then you sit there and go, "That's uh, you're also not a king." Yeah, we fought a war so we didn't have to be ruled by a king. So yeah, you're also not a king. Let's like, chill with the king talk, bud. Yeah, that that kind of was off putting. But I know a lot of listeners are probably uh, who know me are probably like, it's off putting that Trump is just the president. So yeah. I get that. Yeah. But it really is off-putting when you start talking about yourself being a king. You know, I did... Um, uh, yeah. I did... There was something that he did that made me happy. But I forget what it was. It was... Uh, well, for me, it was the the uh, prison reform. Okay. No, I mean, that's a when good thing. When he signed thing. that bill. Yeah, that's a good thing. That lady that's, getting released. That's the, not what I'm the, thinking of. Okay. I can't... He commuted that lady's, like... Sentence and she got out. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, that you know that it was yeah that was absolutely. Is that the right something thing we to should do. do on the podcast? What? Say something. Say at least one nice thing about Donald Trump every podcast. Well, well, if to I mean, keep it, if we're gonna take it that far, we should just be like that's new- far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like new rule. Like, if we're gonna do that, we should just say something nice about someone that we wouldn't normally say something nice. It doesn't have to be Donald Trump. It could just be anybody. Mm. It's like we could just say something. Well, we're not a negative podcast. So really, no. we'd not, I mean, yeah, we're not a negative podcast. Can be negative. We should probably work on that. If we want to be negative, we can be. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be fucking negative. I mean, <laughs> come at me, bro. Catch me outside. How about that? So, anyways, yeah, the whole. Well, you, you didn't <clears> just let, the timeline. You didn't let me say anything nice about Donald Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what was it? Um, you couldn't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> it. Just. <laughs> How can I let you if you don't remember? Oh, hold on a second. I'm going to open my Internet Explorer real quick. I'm going to write, I'm just going to type in nice things Donald Trump has done. Nice things Donald. Look, nice things Donald Trump. It's the top search result. I'm sure there's. Okay, so eight really good things about President Donald Trump. Uh, He has helped us develop more compassion for Latinos. That's a spoof, dude. He does. It's <laughs> a spoof. <laughs> That's number one. He has thrown a wrench into the Republican agenda. This is where from, are you getting this from? It's from the Blot Magazine. So shout out to Blot Magazine, out whatever Blot the hell magazine. that is. Donald Trump. Oh my God. Okay, so the article starts out: Donald Trump is not a saint or your saint or your daddy. Okay, yeah, this is totally a libtard site. Yeah. Fucking cuck central. <laughs> Shout out to Billy. Shout out Billy. Um, 
Okay, here we go. Hold on a second. This is from the... Like, the, can you find something legit yeah, on there? Yeah, yeah, This is from the Houston Or do press. you have it, like, preset to only look up liberal news yeah, I do. through your Google search engine? Hold on. Let me turn safe search off. Safe search. <laughs> Anything? Mm, you couldn't think of the one thing you, you thought of that was, no. like, nice. That's how, I know. That's it, how much hate's running through your body it makes right me now. F- It makes me seem, like, really disingenuous, but I legitimately can't remember what it was. Because I remember thinking, like... Wow. Oh my God. Thank you, Donald. And that's not something. See, that that was prison reform for me. Yeah. That was prison reform. Like, that was pretty cool. Um, And he almost got me early on in his presidency with DACA because he he was ready to strike a deal about with DACA. With the Dreamers, right? Yeah, the Dreamers. Um, And uh, it was like in exchange for the 25 billion he was wanting for the wall. I was like, yeah. Give up that money for DACA. That would have been cool. Yeah. little exchange, little you give this, I'll give this. Yeah, a little give take. That was early on. That was when I was trying to give the guy a shot, and I was I was all for it. But it, it fell through, uh, and word See, is that Stephen Miller was the one that nixed it because he yeah. is... Well, Steve Miller's he's like... He's a racist. Yeah, he's... I'm like, that's legit, though. Steve Miller is somebody that you <clears throat> do not want to associate with. <laughs> and yet he's still there. Oh, so anyways, I mean, everything that I'm seeing on like nice things, like it's literally nice things about him, but it's like opinion. Like, well, yeah. It's, so I think some of it is going to be opinion. Donald Trump says what he thinks. No, I'm talking about like, oh, like, ca- like uh, characteristics. Com- no, like characteristics. I'm, I'm talking about accomplishments. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I'm, yeah. I'm saying you're reading a site yeah. that's only saying like characteristics right. of Donald Trump that are nice. But that's all I can find. I can't find well, any list. Of I mean, I- so it says he's street smart. Literally, is he? it says Donald Trump goes by Donald and not not Don. How's that? How's that a nice thing he's done? I yeah, I I don't I, think you're gonna find much on there because I don't think it's really written about. Hmm. But anyways, the Roger Stone thing, um, yeah, it's the the time I want to. You keep like talk, you said, you, I wanted to kind of. You go ahead. You talk about Donald. You you talk about Roger Stone. I'm gonna try and find well, nice I'm things about done Donald Roger Trump. Stone. Really, I don't really have a whole lot, but I just wanted to mention the timeline and how Barr kind of like fought back not fought back he kind of had that interview that was like hey listen you need to stop tweeting about cases i'm on because it makes it look like and it does yeah it makes it look like he's the personal attorney for him that he's only trying to cover him and he's going to rework all these Mueller investigations uh for people who had caught a sentence and either lighten it or you know get rid of the sentence altogether but it has it doesn't look good However, every time somebody that's gone back against Donald Trump, you know, Trump comes and goes back at them because he's, quote unquote, the counterpuncher. Well, he didn't really say anything about Barr, but he said, I'm the president. I can do that. And I think that's been a lot of discussion. Like, can he really? He can. Yeah, it's legal. He can. He can. Yeah. I mean. So it's not. I mean, it's shady as hell. But, it is. It is you shady. You know, but then the charges, everybody, you know. There's a case for the charges being too much. Yeah. So, well, I'd like to see how that one pans out. Yeah, we. we that's you know how all that because how all Roger transpired. Stone the whole time he was like, well, he put the judge's like face. There's he put crosshairs on the judge's face. Yeah, on he, an Instagram post after she like ordered how crazy him. Is that? Yeah, he's nuts. He's an absolute. Well, he's got Nixon's face tattooed on his back. Yeah. He. By the way, the guy has incredible back muscles. Roger Stone does? Yeah, he dude is jacked. Is he? Oh my god, yeah. I'll fight him. He works out like crazy. 
don't give a fuck. I'll but he's fight like Rogerson. 68, 67 or something like that. And dude is like, I'll punch that he's ger- a gym rat. I'll punch that geriatric fuck right in his face. Yeah, I'm sure you won't do much against him. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to. Oh, f- uh, so the funny thing about the Roger Stone arrest, like I was I, on Twitter and Ocho Cinco oh, apparently is his neighbor. Yeah, is he really? And he tweeted, he was like, I woke up to go on my morning run at like 5 a.m. And I have special agents with AR-15s out running up to my neighbor's door coming to arrest him. How does Roger Stone end up living next to Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, whatever his name is? Career politician, man. Jesus. He's been in politics his whole life. So I'm sure that he's got some special interest money man. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. He's got money. You know. Um, so my next thing I was going to talk about was this uh, Vexit. With oh, a, you know what? What? Oh, hold on a second, Jerry. Oh, I gave away the next segment, and you're going to hold me up? I know. Hold on. No, you talk about the next segment. I'll be right back. You i got to get something. You got to pee? No. <laughs> so I can talk? Yeah. Okay. So, Vexit, West Virginia. Um, so, let me preface it by saying Virginia um, has a bunch of uh, gun laws that are trying to be passed through their Democratic... Um, uh, their Democratic House, which I believe they passed already. Um, so there's a bunch of Virginians that are that are tough that are um, talking about how they're going to be converted into criminals overnight because of that, because they're taking away AR-15s and all that stuff, silencers, all that jazz. Um, so this West Virginia um, county. Wanted to that it's like on the border of Virginia, um, next to Frederick County, Virginia, said that um, there was some kind of resolution or invite to when they broke apart because uh, they wanted West Virginia wanted to join the Union. Yeah, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 158 years ago, they said, "Hey, that invite was never answered." So you so can still you, do it if you want to. You can break off of Virginia. Especially since they're looking to pass these laws and come to West Virginia. Yeah. Because you never said yes or no. That's nuts. Can you imagine that? It's the only state that has that availability for certain counties to jump ship from their state. Do you think if Burke County was given the option to join Kentucky, they would? Well, I think it's different because they're bordering. Like, that's a bordering county. Well. We're not anywhere close. Well, no, but I'm asking, like, theoretically. If someone from, like, if Rand Paul. How weird would that be? Yeah, they're just like, hey, by the way, Berks County, we noticed that That's, you. It's like we'd be Kentucky's D.C., but without being yeah. surrounded by that state. Yeah, but, like, just imagine Rand Paul calls up, like, the new mayor and says, look, we know that you want to be Kentucky mm-hmm. really bad. So why don't you guys just be part of Kentucky? Well, I also think it's just, it's weird. It is weird. I don't know. I Like. Apparently they have an well, Frederick County said that they're not going to take mm. them up on that offer. I don't know if that's the official yes to that 158 year old question, um, but yeah, the apparently the, the current gun laws in Virginia are trying to be changed. Um, they are get they get the A rating from the NRA, the state, on their current gun laws um, through uh, Gifford Center. Um, points out that the um, they get a D through the Gifford Center, which is um, 
it's a I, I'm I'm going to ask a dumb question. I'm actually not familiar. Are these the the, the NRA is giving places ratings? Yeah, like they, so, so, so like how they give so like what would, so California would be like a D, probably because they're very strict gun. Yeah, probably, probably an F. F. Okay. I yeah, can, I just wasn't sure if this was the NRA giving ratings or if this no, was... No, it's the NRA. Okay. NRA gives the ratings and then like this Gifford Center, which uh, monitors um, safe gun laws. Okay. Th- they also give a rating too. Okay. To counteract, gotcha. I guess, what the NRA does. Um, so right now in Virginia, you uh, don't... You're not required to uh, permit a permit to purchase rifles, shotguns, and handguns. Um, don't require firearm registration. Uh, which is a big talking point uh, when it talks to when people talk about gun reform. Uh, you're not required licensing, any licensing, um, and also you don't require a permit to carry a rifle or a shotgun. So they're trying to pass laws to um, more sensible laws, but also very extreme laws. So uh, they're talking about the new gun law packages that they're passing through the house and um other branches of their government uh they want to ban assault weapons silencers high capacity magazines and other quote-unquote dangerous weapons and i don't think that was defined in the article i was reading so that could be wait dangerous weapons was left open-ended i think so that seems like a very key point oh yeah i think that's part of the part of the backlash um they also want to require background checks on all firearm transactions, which is, you know, that's kind of common sense. Yeah, I so I mean, you got to. I kind of like that. You got to do that. That's one that I like. And hey, we're both. I, full disclosure: we're both I'm firearm hold owners. I, yeah, I am a gun owner. I have I have uh, multiple firearms. Yeah. Um Sometimes you just yeah. I mean, sensible gun. Sensible gun laws are, yeah. are something I'm okay with. Right. It's when you get too restrictive. Like, I do. I'm, I do believe there's a line. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we don't know. even talk about what that line is. Exactly. It's the, just the conversation. I don't want them to, to change. Had. I want them to change. And since you don't want them to change, we want them all the way crazy. Right. The conversation needs to be had. And we could actually, um, we could actually do a whole episode on that. Probably, probably. we could, <laughs> but we're not. Okay. Ready. We can maybe eh, food for thought later yeah. on. Um, but they also want to reinstate a law that was repealed in 2012, uh, allowing no more than one handgun purchase per month. Okay. Which I could see being okay. I mean, I do. The thing is, though, like anything else, you're going to have a ton of people who are not happy with that because mm-hmm. I know people who buy a new handgun every week. Oh, absolutely. And what they do with all of those handguns is beyond me. But they, right. I it's know their right. They, I, it's their right, right. and they want to do it. And yeah. that's fine. So, but it's a way, I think it's a talking point, a mm-hmm. way to go. Do you really need more than one? Right. Could we try to, you know, or, you know. Do you, know. Do you, you only have two hands. Yeah, right. Like, you can, literally, you can only hold two guns. <laughs> so. Well, you can have a vest with, like, 20 different compartments to hold other weapons. Well, you could, but. So, they also want to allow manipul- uh, municipalities to enact, um, quote, unquote, ordinances that are stricter than state law. Among the examples they cite like rules banning guns in libraries or municipality or municipal municipal buildings. Today, Junior. Phonics did not work for me. In other words, gun-free zones. Right. They want to enact gun-free zones. Right. Um, mm. Which another. It's a hot point. Good lord. Ugh, gun-free zones. Can you imagine 
the discussion we can have just off gun free zones. We, you know what? We should bring, we should bring, we should find someone who's a little more hardline mm-hmm. on guns. Um, like we'd I, have to go hard, hard lines because right. we we do like having. I, that's our what gun I mean. Like I, I enjoy I. being able to conceal carry. I enjoy having my firearm. I, but because I could say because like okay, so for instance, I like I wouldn't mind if I was told register your guns. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'm going to keep my guns, but I'm going to register them just right. so we're safe and you and something you want us to try to do. Mm-hmm. But then someone hard line. Well, that's just the way they can take it then. Yeah, exactly. It's a slippery slope. It slippery depends slope. on how slippery you slope. word it when it's enacted. True. But I can kind of see the point. Yeah. But we should. We should definitely have. Do you? I know some people who are like super, super, super pro-gun. Oh, like yeah. It, it's the only issue that they're going to be basing their vote off of. Mm-hmm. There's oh, yeah. A single, single issue single voter. Single issue voter, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could bring... People do that. We way. could get yeah. someone to come on and talk to us about their their perspective of mm-hmm. it. Because, I mean, I don't want to say I'm on the fence because I am in right. favor of common sense gun laws. Mm-hmm. But I also see what some of these places are doing mm-hmm. and I'm not thrilled about all of it. Absolutely. Um, and the, the really... the. Like in California, that California always gets brought up mm-hmm. because it's like California, they're all liberal out there and they're taking the gun away. California, their gun laws are just confusing. Mm. And they're like, some of them don't really have a true purpose. So it's like they they just flooded the books with all of these weird. I can see, Yeah, I, I know what you mean. They also started some really interesting ideas like the red flag laws. They have. They have. They've they've piloted some. And I know some, a lot of people hate that freaking law. Yeah, they've piloted some, some interesting things. But some of their stuff is just like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the purpose? How, what is this, how well, is this they, actually from helping? From what I understand, I mean, California just likes, likes going too far left. Like, they, they yeah. make those laws. Yeah. And they're almost like a guinea pig because you can kind of see them enacted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's kind of a point to it, but again, like you said, there's a lot of them that just don't make sense. It's almost as if like they're muddying the waters and not helping the conversation. Yeah, it definitely with, with hurts what they're doing. in some ways So I with some of their laws. But, I mean, living in Pennsylvania is great as a gun owner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... Oh, there's a lot of hunting areas. I yeah. mean, that's... that's so how, they're basing these laws off of hunters, too. How long did it take you to get your concealed carry permit? <laughs> like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you went to the sheriff's office, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went to the substation down at the Reading Airport, and I walked in. I filled the paper out at home, mm-hmm. and I walked in. There was nobody else there. Mm-mm. It was a Monday. Yeah. And I walked in, and I gave the guy my form, mm-hmm. and he said, okay, go stand over there. Took my picture, ran a background check on me, laminated it, and sent me out the door. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave him a check for 25 bucks. Oh, yeah, you got to do the donation um, thing. So I, I paid $25 for it. And then from there... I drove to a gun store, and I purchased my first gun an hour later. Yeah, how quick is that, too? So within two hours... How quick was that, though? It was, you bought a handgun, right? I bought a Glock, yeah. yeah. So I bought a Glock, and... Hey, let's be specific here, because we have some <laughs> gun fin- aficionados yeah, here. Yeah, I bought a Glock. I didn't buy... Gen? A, a Gen 4, sorry. Gen 4. Gen 4 Glock. Any mods? No. Okay. No, it just came standard, you know. Didn't you get different uh, pistol grips? It comes with it. Yours did? I think all Glocks come with a couple pistol oh, grips. Oh, you bought it brand new from the like, yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I got mine secondhand. Yeah, it came with. Um, it did have. It had th- three magazines, some pistol grips. Um, actually, mine actually had tritium sights on it. Mm-hmm. So those were pretty cool. Is that the green night sights? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, That's cool because I think mine, uh, being a Gen three, the previous owner, 
He said he installed those. They weren't. They didn't come right. with the Gen. 2. Yeah, these came right. Apparently, these came factory. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I bought the gun. I filled out all the paperwork. The guy called. I believe they make a call to the Pennsylvania State Police. Hmm. And he was on the phone with this person. Like the FBI background check isn't enough? I, yeah. So they called. He was on the phone for maybe two minutes. She gave the lady on the phone. It was a woman. Mm-hmm. She gave him a confirmation number. He wrote that confirmation number on my form that I filled out. Mm-hmm. And he accepted my payment and I was out the door. That's crazy. That's quick. And it was, I mean, I sat there and shot the shit with him for like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But... I literally, I had the gun in under a half an hour. Didn't we used to have a waiting period in PA? Was I don't, that, was I don't that? remember. I'm not sure. Because hmm. I, I only bought, I believe I, I bought my Glock in 2017, I believe. Mm-hmm. So or I've was it out of staters? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't want to say anything off. Off, yeah. I'm not sure. That's not right. But, so in, in a span of, in a span of, I'd say two to three hours. That's crazy. I bought a gun and I legally am allowed to conceal that gun anywhere i go in the state of pennsylvania mm. i had no training i bought mine before i got the concealed carry oh, okay so you did the other way around but i would have had like i didn't follow the rules of non-concealed carry yeah. so when i put it in my car the way i put it in you the were car, concealing it i was concealing, concealing it. it yeah yeah because when i have it in the car when you have it in the car without the permit you're supposed to put like the gun in one end of your car and the keep and the, it separate and the keep, ammunition yeah the other keep the end. ammo separate from the firearm you know? i did not no, no yeah no. and then a lot of people don't no. and that's what they i get, eventually got my concealed carry permit. they get but. themselves wrapped up into trouble because they don't use their brains yeah which i have to renew and i keep forgetting because they never are open when i'm out of work i gotta renew mine too i think i think it's only good for three years right four oh, okay so four i gotta or do five it. i gotta do it next year then mine ran out in 18 yeah. 19? I mean, I don't conceal carry, but it's still nice to have. So, I'm but not, no. I'm not going to say whether or not I do, because it defeats the purpose. Right. <laughs> Shit. Jeremy is, I'm fucked. Jeremy is consistently unarmed. <laughs> that takes a, that's a blow. For, for all listeners, Jeremy never has his firearm well, on Well, <laughs> now I'm going to get a 38. See, I don't wear, like, I wear shorts a lot, so it's hard to conceal carry on your shorts. Yeah. On your gym shorts. Yeah, oh, that's very difficult. So, yeah. like, you almost have to get a smaller gun for it to not really... Well, the second gun I... Because you don't want your, ga- your gun pantsing you in the middle of the store. Right. Well, and... See, so heavy. So I had the Glock 19, and I concealed carried it a couple times. Um, I was printing through my my dress shirts and my mm-hmm. shirts and stuff. You could see it. Like, you could see the outline. Oh, really? Of, yeah. So... I, I was concealing it, but I wasn't because if you like basically well, that's if you're looking for it though. But people do. No, it, not really. Yeah, dude, it's strange. If you if you conceal carry and you just go about your daily business, people notice. If I don't if you know. do it wrong, people notice. I mean, I saw a guy carrying it on the outside. Obviously, you can see that. But the like open carry, yeah. Yeah, like I don't I don't look at people's hips and be like, yeah, I think he's carrying. But it. But no, that's what I'm saying. I was printing. Like you could clearly see the shape of a, of the the grip, on my side. So people knew that I had a gun under my shirt. I don't know if people are looking at you though. You know. No, what I'm saying is, in my experience, I've had actually people acknowledge like, oh, really? oh you you conceal carrying. Oh. And so, are um, they also concealing carrying themselves too? Well, I, I probably maybe that's why they noticed. But the reason it, it was at a Walmart, 
And the guy said, if you're concealed carrying, he said, you might want to consider getting a smaller gun because mm-hmm. I can tell that you have it. Oh, I have a few friends that went out and bought 38s because yeah. of that. Well, I got, I went out and I got, I'm a Glock guy. Well, yeah. I like Glocks. It's the first firearms. It's a beautiful I've piece of machinery. It is. Very simple. But, um, so I went, I just got a Glock. I, I just got a Glock 43. Oh, okay. And it's a single stack. So I believe there's only six rounds plus one in the yeah, chamber, yeah. but, um, I, for self-defense, if you need more than seven rounds, good enough. there's a problem. You're in <laughs> you trouble. You shoot. <laughs> You're in trouble. If well, You might be doing more than one dude, you know. But you never know. Or woman. But still. Um, so I got that, and I can I can conceal that, and no one notices. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've purposely concealed it just to see if anyone has, like, says anything, and nobody notices. Mm-hmm. So I can conceal the Glock 43 the way that you are you are supposed to conceal mm-hmm. a gun. The Glock 19, not so much, but... You're going to get one of those old school, like, 80s, like, ankle, <laughs> ankle, like, doohickeys? No, I'm not interested. And then you get a you get a revolver, a little mini revolver down there. Your anklet? My anklet. Like an 80s detective. <laughs> so, anyways, to finish up this Virginia Vexit, uh, West Virginia uh, exit. Oh, we're still talking about this? Well, I wanted to finish it up. We okay. started talking about our personal guns and everything. Um, that's, true. that's true. So some of the gun laws true in this story, package. <laughs> true story, bro. <laughs> Hashtag true story, bro. <laughs> at pod underscore true uh, on Twitter. So uh, that's our Twitter. Th- yeah. Oh, okay. You don't. <laughs> I told you this before. I don't pay attention to. Twitter. I didn't create that. It was like given to me, and I'm probably screwed that up too. Like I did the Facebook, and it just I just accepted it. So anyway, some of the laws that they've also are been trying to pass uh, require. And this one's nuts. This, this one. Require lost or stolen guns to be reported to authorities within one day. What's the normal? Yeah. If you're not doing that already, <laughs> that's one that's probably, you should adopt that one. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Right. That you have to have a law to tell you to do that. Yes. So, like, if, <laughs> like, you know, if you have a gun, you know you have that gun. Yeah. So... If you wake up one day and you notice that that gun is missing, the first thing you should do is not just go about your day as if everything is okay. Right. You should call something the, is very wrong. You should call the police and say, "I had my firearm legally." Search your house first. In this place, in your car, whatever it might mm-hmm, be, mm-hmm. and someone took it. How is that not already a law? Yeah, that's not good. That's that, what I find. That when should, I was reading through these, I was like... That should be what? one of the first laws. And then they assembled. Like, there was a ton of people that assembled on the state capitol because mm-hmm. they were passing these laws through the house, mm. their house. And I'm like, some of them, what do you do? Like, you should have that as a law. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. Some of them I get, but that one, how is that not a law? Um, also, allow law enforcement to... Have, Temporarily separate a person from firearms if the person exhibits dangerous behavior that presents uh, an immediate threat to themselves or others. Yeah. That's the red flag laws. Right. So that, I mean, I know a lot of people are iffy on those. Well, the reason people are iffy on that is because... It could be for anything. What's... Right. You could have a crazy ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that just goes, hey, they're going to kill themselves. Yeah. And then the police got to come and investigate. And they might determine you might... Or like you just know you might not just have like a bad day. Yeah. And you are you're worrying somebody. There was a guy in California the other year, I remember reading about this story, when they first enacted these red flag red flag laws, he used to go out and annoy the shit out of his neighbors on purpose. He would go out, 
on his property, <laughs> fire his gun in the air <laughs> numerous times, and then go back in his house. So then this someone guy sounds called like the, a party. Oh, he's a winner. He's a winner. So the cops come and they confiscate his gun. So his his whole argument was, I'm shooting on my property. Yeah. But what's, what's the obviously problem? Obviously, you don't know where the bullets are going. Sure. They're probably. Even if you're shooting straight up in the air, they don't land straight back down. Right. This they're, isn't a cartoon. They're pal. probably landing in the pool full of children. <laughs> a few. And they're coming few. down at a good clip, too. Yeah. It's not like they just come down at like two miles an hour and they bink off your shoulder sure. and you're like, yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. No, they come down pretty hard. Yeah. So, anyways, this guy was this, like, oh, honestly, this off. sound. This is from California? This is California. It sounds like a Florida man story. Florida man story. <laughs> no, this guy was pretty nuts, though. So like, uh, so his whole thing—that's his whole case. He went to the TV stations about it and everything. Like, he thought it was like wrong wow. that they came and took his weapons because he was going out back and shooting mm-hmm. randomly in this neighborhood. And it's a close. From what I read, it was—it's um, not like he was two miles away from the next neighbor. Right. They're like they're right they're up against neighbors. Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. They're close. So. Wow. Yeah. Someone like that. I mean that might not. Want that's what that law is designed for to make yeah. sure he's not going to do something stupid. Then he's got to prove himself to the courts to be mentally capable. to be mentally yeah. capable, and won't do that kind of yeah. shit again. What do you think about um, the red flag law? Is that if so? Is that also include um, if you have been convicted of domestic violence? Mm, no. No. Is, that's a is uh, that or was be. that the Violence Against Women Act? I think that's the Violence Against Women Act. Because so that's a great idea too. So like, oh absolutely. If you if you've if you beat the shit out of your wife, you should not be able to have a gun. Mm-mm. End of story. Because if you have a gun, next time you're not going to beat the shit out oh, of her. You're going to shoot her. Yeah. Um, same crime thing. of passions. Exactly. Yeah. So, but there are some. To your point, there are some people who are like, no, you can't do that. That's this is unconstitutional because it's a yeah, it's a it's their constitutional right to own a weapon. Right, but. I'm talking, but what they don't understand is like, okay, man, look, if you've never been convicted of felony battery or domestic violence, whatever you want to call it. Well, it's going to be felony. You got, yeah, mm-hmm. you got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. They can't take your gun. Right. Because even like, let's say some hypothetical scenario, your wife calls the police on you and says, he, he hit me. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't have marks or scratches or anything on her, mm-hmm. they can't prove it. Yeah. So look, yeah, you might get caught up in something for a little while. There might be some questions. But if they can't prove it, they can't prove it. They can't right. take your guns away. Right. But if your wife calls and she has two black eyes, mm. you're getting your guns taken away. And I think that I that's I think the okay. red flag laws will allow them to even take take them before well, they so, can prove. Right. So they can hold them until the litigation is over with. It's not even just a litigation. It's also an investigation. Right. That's so, true. So, like, they, they can also take them... While they're, if you have the complaint against you, that's true. Because they don't want you to do it while oh, they're man. investigating, right? It's you know such, what I mean? Such a difficult thing because it you, is tough. You want to say like, okay, well that it's makes a can of worms, right? That makes sense. But at the same time, but if, do you want if your people to be safe it, or not? Right. Do but, you want your Do you want the people of your nation to be safe or not? Yeah. But if you're innocent, you're sitting there thinking like, God damn it, I didn't do anything wrong. I want my gun back. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand. It would that. irritate the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Man, such yeah, a, even if you have just a vindictive spouse or yeah. ex-spouse. You've been bringing up vindictive spouses a lot. Are you uh, okay? I'm good, bro. No red flag laws in PA, so. I'm just making sure you're okay. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so the last couple on that list um, prohibit the subjects of protective orders uh, from pre- uh, possessing guns and also to... Toughen punishment for allowing access of a loaded 
um, unsecured firearm to someone 18 or younger. Um, obviously, that's kind of a common sense kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, kids shoot each other every day. Right. If passed, though, this is another thing I found interesting. I didn't do any research further than this. Um, if passed, Virginia that's would good, become... I'm done talking about it. I know. It's, uh, we, if we drug it out too long. If passed, Virginia would become the eighth state with similar laws. Eighth state. Wow. I didn't know there was that many. I didn't either. And with similar laws like that? Yeah. It's crazy. Red flag laws, obviously. They took her guns. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. <laughs> the new took her jobs. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's why that um, West Virginia was calling out to Frederick County, Virginia, saying, hey, you can take us up on the option. If you remember when we started this piece. <laughs> do you want your guns or don't you want your guns? Well, they're, thank- they're working to take your freedoms away. Well, shout out West Virginia for being there. Thanks for adding another exit nickname to something oh, yeah. stupid. You, it's trending. Vexit. It was trending on Twitter, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Hashtag Honestly, Vexit. though, not the worst thing trending on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Dude, it's going to be great when we are trending on Twitter. One day. You know, because one, one of these nights, I'm going to say something like totally off the rails. And it's going to be negative. I'm going to go viral. I have a feeling it's going to go negative. And I'm like, yeah. It's not going to be good. It's, pro- it's it, going to be bad trending. It's probably going to be me. <laughs> I doubt it's going to be you. Mike's going to be trending. It's going to be that awful picture you... By the way, that picture... What picture? The picture you took of me before the show. Oh, the one I put on my... That's s- going to be trending. I put on the one... My I- Lydia Adams freaking bangs <laughs> that I got going on because I didn't brush my hair or anything today. I put a picture of uh, us recording on my social media. And uh, Jeremy, he says he, what do you say? Lydia Dietz? Lydia Dietz, man, from Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. My, oh, my God. My hair looks parted like hers. Well, like I, it's I clumped you, up and I don't know, man. I think you strands. look fine. I don't. Psh, you look good. You're the Winter League Upper Division champs. Oh, yeah. Shout out Reading Hockey League. Boom. Shout out uh, Reapers. Uh, Reapers. Ferda. Ferda. And then, I mean, I got dressed up. I, you know, I combed my beard. I got my Britney Spears t-shirt on. Oh, yeah. You're looking pretty. You look fly. I look good. I look like a piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, Jeremy, you look fine. I look like a, I look like a, a guy that takes care of his brother and nephew. <laughs> I want to be with stressed you, Stressed out every Jeremy, day. Jeremy, I want to be with you. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I want to be with you. No, you're with me right now. <laughs> Why don't you chill the fuck out? It's not that great. You're with me right now. Why don't you chill out? <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me, Mike. So the next thing uh, I have on the list here, smoothly transitioning to uh, the DOJ charging uh, four Chinese military members of the 2017 Equifax breach. Do you remember that? You know what? Nearly I 150 million people's information. I do remember. I do remember this, and I saw it on our our your list of things that we were going to talk about. My rough draft. Your rough draft, and. Th- which is basically just completely red now, lined out. But, <laughs> but, That's why it's rough draft. But what, what, yeah. But what I wanted I should to... should have printed two but, copies of the actual draft. But what it reminded me of was I actually went on because AOC... Did you take a... F- Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez? Alexandra? She, Alexandria. You said Alexander. Oh. Well, it's Alexandria. But she, um, <laughs> she, she shared a link... Yeah, on her Twitter or whatever it was, and you could actually go on and you could see if you were affected, mm-hmm. and then you could get reimbursed. Yeah, you can. Well, mm, I don't know about reimbursed. I think they were off. Well, reimbursed. Well, they were on offering what, credit what mo- credit monitor, free credit monitor, right? Um, for up to a year, I think is what it was. Because I, I got the same thing too. But I went on and did it, and it found did that you? it found that I was eligible. I could have been affected. Yeah, I was too. So I, I like I didn't care. What a, my credit score isn't that great. 
Good yeah, luck. No, but whoever what, took it. But what good I'm, luck. But yeah. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is I barely got the house we're sitting in right now. <laughs> good luck. But what I'm getting at is I never got anything from it. No, you probably have to set up like an account and everything. I did. I followed Through Equifax? I followed the whole thing. Yeah, so your free credit monitoring is you monitoring your own credit with their no, no. service for free. But no, 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 no. I, they gave you two options. You could do the credit monitoring or you could get a payment. Of what, 25? It was like 25 bucks or something, right? I don't remember. It was I something. It was, it was so, something it, dumb. It, it was so long <laughs> it was ago so that small. I don't remember. But No, I remember doing the same thing too. Yeah, I did it and I'm just. it kind of made me think I never got my money. Yeah, I don't think I don't. Yeah, and uh, there's these. You know, so it's like I want my money. So the um. So the suspects were part of a Chinese of the Chinese People's Liberation Army, fifty uh, fourth Research Institute. Institute. Um, like I said, one hundred forty five to one hundred fifty million people were affected. I was one of them. Not just in the U.S. No. Well, that's like half the population in the U.S. Right. Um, it's the largest instant um, instance of stat state sponsored theft in the u.s history which is crazy that is pretty crazy and only four people were charged out of the entire chinese military well driver's license information was stolen too which is nuts uh there were people affected in canada and the uk um so anyways equifax agreed this is what we're talking about a little bit some of the settlement stuff they had agreed to a 700 million dollar settlement uh, which I believe was kind of a baseline settlement because I think it could be extended further. Right. Um, so maybe my money's coming. No, it's not. So I think some of this money is like the monitoring services they're offering. So it's not actual monetary. Okay. It's just the value of your services that you get from them. Right. For free for a year, uh, which is probably expired by now. Right. <laughs> so, so what? what you ain't getting shit. So what you're saying is I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well, thank you. Shout out, so, shout out, Equifax. Yeah, fuck you, Equifax. So, have a better firewall next time. Seven hundred million dollar settlement. Four hundred twenty-five of that goes to help customers like your free credit monitoring. Right. It's not like you get a piece of that pie monetarily. You know, what would be funny is if like some thirteen-year-old kid in Detroit like hacked into <laughs> it next week. Yeah. Right. They, well, man, they have they have kids that young that go to those like hackers conferences and oh, stuff. Oh my god! You're right. Oh, this... I, I mean, they, they can whoop my ass on, on uh, Fortnite, Fortnite, like, every night, Fortnite, life, Fortnite Actually, life. Actually, I have, um, I had a thought that I wanted to bring up when you were done, and now it slipped my mind. Uh, write it down next time. Okay. <laughs> Do you need a pencil? No, I have my pen. Where's my pen? You had your pen. I think your dog ate it. Here's a pen you could use. Yeah, this is the pen. Sorry, guys. $380.5 million goes Why to... Why are you saying Sorry. Because we had like weird airtime there, we're looking for a fucking pen. It's not weird. Yeah, it's, it's human. Right. It's human. We're looking for. So, anyways, uh, I need a pen all the time. Three hundred eighty and a half million dollars uh, to Consumer Compensation Plus, uh, an additional one hundred twenty-five million. This is the reserve part. So, if you do all that math, four hundred twenty-five million and three hundred eighty and a half million. Is more than seven hundred million mm-hmm. that I originally stated because that's what they it was like a baseline amount that they agreed to, but they also have these additional coffers in here, hundred twenty five million additionally um, in reserve funds set aside if the fund runs out of money. Oh. So okay. like if they, because they probably didn't know 
how much everything would cost anyway. Right. So they they allocated that amount of money. Right. Uh, for f- future uh, unpredictable things. Right. 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 I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But like the deal, it's just so funny because we're dealing with China. So, like our trade, our trade business with them, the issues we have there, dealing with them, the coronavirus, Oof. how they're like hiding all that information, and Americans are affected. Um, did, did you hear the conspiracy theory, by the way, that the coronavirus was to stop the protests? Oh yeah, did you I hear did, about yeah, that? I did hear about that. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but that one that they, would make sense. That makes sense, right? They just unleash some biological warfare to get get, to get they, everyone off. They the were freaking. It was getting, they were pissed that they were there every weekend. Yeah, and like breaking shit and like weekend warriors. Yeah, every weekend it was like like 25 straight weekends or something like yeah. that that they did. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I can imagine that. That's scary as shit. Pe- people in other countries know how to protest. We that do, is very true. We do not know how to protest. Was it France that was the one that sprayed shit on the side of the yeah, manure, manure on the side of the building? Well, when you saw those other people, they were like wearing... It was wearing, getting in the windows. <laughs> when you saw those the, during the yellow vest protest, you saw those guys that they were wearing like the fire yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah, the fire suits. They were walking around just on fire. On, on fire. It's so Daredevils. intimidating. So intimidating. Daredevils. Yeah, they I would give those, not afraid of the government at all. I would all. give those people anything they want. Their governments also spend about... a. A few persons' salary on the military, where our government oh my god spends unbelievable amounts well, of money. In the what military. was it last year? Seven hundred billion. It was over seven hundred billion, Oof. and it's gone up. Yikes! Every year in the last for the last couple of years. Again, it's a touchy subject. We could have a whole episode on the budget. Yeah, that is very true. We should have an episode on the budget. No, <laughs> that would be boring as hell. Let's just say it in passing like that and then leave it. Okay. So we're not going to do an episode on the budget? <laughs> no. Okay. That's good because it'd probably be boring. You're right. That's what I'm saying. So uh, anyways, the DOJ, they filed those, you know, they, they arrested those uh, four um, people in the Chinese military for the Equifax breach. Um, but uh, just a long list of things that we're going back and forth with China on. Just add it to the pile. Yeah, really. China's a scary country, man. Um, Did you ever see the uh, the TED Talk with the guy who he learned Chinese and be, he became a translator? Mm-mm. I don't watch too many TED Talks. Oh, I don't either, but this one was interesting. I forget his name. but Not he, that they're uh, not important, but... No, they're cool. They're, they're very some good. Are, some are kind of boring. Um, they are. But he... Um, I need pictures. I'm an idiot. His, his mom... <laughs> his mom foresaw the rise to power that china was going to oh really so she encouraged him from a young age to learn to learn chinese to learn mandarin i believe oh mandarin yeah yeah, right um so he basically told his story that from a very young age he started to learn Hmm. the language and by the time that he was an adult he was one of the only people that Hmm. could believe that like in the like anywhere that could speak mandarin so chinese translators make a Good amount of money. Exactly. Well, translators in general, you got especially if it's a hard language and a language that's very obscure. Yeah. You got You could make a hell of a career out of that. He got a very, very lucrative job. Oh, absolutely. Because of his ability to speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I think, I think, you obviously you want to learn a language that's going to be relevant. Pop, well, that yeah, kind of relevant. popular that that they need a translator for. Right. So, like, if you, if you. Like right now, it would benefit a lot of Americans to know how to speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that was from a while ago. You, well, I, they teach kids now at like lower ages. They're uh, trying to incorporate that in like elementary schools now. That they're teaching Spanish. Yeah. So, anyways, that was uh, just an update from that I saw crossing the interwebs. Uh, uh, I mean, his one name, of over his, a thousand investigations that we have with China, though. Sorry, his name is Kevin Rudd. He's the former prime minister of Australia. Paul's brother. I believe he is no re- <laughs> no no relation to Paul Rudd. <laughs> you were totally into it though. I was. I was hoping he would be. <laughs> Paul Paul Rudd is one of those celebrities that doesn't age. He doesn't age, and no. he's always funny. He's very funny. I can laugh at anything that guy says. Yeah, he's, he's a very just, funny. Guy. He makes anything funny. Yeah, man. Wow, dude. We were at an hour and a half, dude. Wow. That's I have a, crazy. I have a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk to or talk about yet too. What else? What else? Pick one. Oh, all right. Then I'm probably going to skip over these. Okay, so other topics. Should we wait for next week? This uh, is like news for this past week. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not I'm not saying... I'm just letting you know where we're at. I'm not saying I'm ready to be done done. I'm just mm. saying where we're at. Well... If, how much longer do you want to go? I could go... The things I have left... A little bit. Okay, let's do it. Not I'm, a ton. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. A um, little Oscar talk. Uh, since that happened last Sunday. Oh, yeah, the Oscars. Oh, right, the Oscars. So uh, the one thing I had down here was American Factory. I know people are going to kind of be grudge about Obama's this. That's Obama's movie, right? Uh, it was the produ- their production firm's first okay. movie on Netflix. It was, uh, uh, it was very interesting. Um, and um, I looked at it from a non-biased point of view because it was about I probably, um, I probably wouldn't a Chinese glass uh, auto glass company Building a factory in America in 2016, Fuyao. Um, and it, like from the beginning, when they first started, you know, when the buildings were erected, the owner would come check on it. He, you know, he hired U.S. Um, a, a U.S. president uh, and CEO or U.S. president and U.S. foremans and stuff like that. So <clears throat> it was just interesting. He came in. They wanted it a certain way. It wasn't built the way he wanted it. So he'd come in, things would be done, and he'd be like, yeah, I want that switched. I don't like the way that door's facing. It's got to be, you got to fix it. So it was just like, and it's funny because they were like recording these guys, and they're speaking Chinese. Now, I don't know what the, I don't know what the agreements were. I don't know if the um, the people that were, that only spoke Chinese, if they knew what that was about. But um, they were they were talking in Chinese, and they were talking so much shit. On these American workers really? and the American people that are helping run the, com- the company. And they couldn't tell. They had a translator there, but the translator wasn't translating those things. Oh. So, like, when they were talking shit what on a, the people. What a dick. They, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a funny thing. Like, they had to have known the cameras were there as a documentary crew. It won an Oscar right. for the best documentary of the year. Wow. But <laughs> these guys are talking shit to these Americans to their face. In a different language, with a translator there that didn't say anything. So, anyway, but the, the cameras around. That's why I was kind of like caught off guard. I was like, "Does he know these cameras are on? Does he know they even have cameras? I don't even know. You can't really see the documentary crew, so you can't tell if they're using like hidden cameras or regular cameras. I mean, the picture quality was fine, but it was interesting because they just had certain ways of running. They just, if you've ever seen the movie Gung Ho, with Michael Keaton, never seen it. He is tasked, I think it's uh, based out of Pittsburgh, 
or Detroit. I can't remember. I think, well, I think Michael Keaton's from Pittsburgh. The movie, I think, is based out of Detroit because they're an automaker company. Okay. Yeah. And they were, they're owned by a Japanese company that makes cars in Japan. And they bring their people over, and this plant was going to shut down, but they were like, no, no, no. We can make cars as, as good as the Japan um, crew can, as fast as they can. And, you know, if we can do that, you keep our plan open. So they made this deal and blah, blah, blah. So it was almost the same thing, like, that I was watching in this documentary. It was almost felt, I felt like it was, I was watching a less funny version of that because Michael Keaton's hilarious in that movie. Sure, Michael Keaton's funny. It is. He is hilarious. Um, and the guy that played uh, Jesus in The Big Lebowski was in it, too. Michael yeah. Keaton played Batman, too, right? Oh, yeah. He was the yeah. first two Batman in the Tim Burton movies. Huh, you're yeah. right. Okay, I knew I remembered him playing Batman somewhere. Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it was it was almost like that. It was crazy. Like they they wanted they they said the Americans were lazy. They didn't make. I mean, they made valid and known points. Yeah, and that they were too expensive. So Americans these people these people came from GM. Um, the old factory used to be a GM run factory. These people made twenty nine dollars an hour. This um, Chinese company comes in Fuyao. And they offer them positions to work at the plant again at $12 an hour. And these people had to take it because there was no other jobs. Right. It was insane. And these people, well, no wonder. Like, you gave them $29 or they were given $29 before. They're working for less than half of that. Yeah. This is on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Yep. Netflix. So, shout out Netflix. Interesting question. Would this be the first ever Netflix movie to win an Oscar? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. That is a good question. I don't think so. We should look that up. Hmm. I don't know if any other Netflix movies ever won an Oscar, dude. You know what? I can't believe as that's popular as popular as Making a Murderer was, that didn't even get nominated. Can can documentary series get nominated for it's an still Oscar? A or does it have to be a movie? Oh, I, I don't know either. I don't know the rules. Yeah, I think so. I, I think know. there's a category for both. There should. I'm been. not very. I don't really watch the Oscars. I don't either. But it was just fascinating to me because even I know, though even though we just spent 20 minutes talking about well, it, it just, I don't watch I, it. Either. I find it fascinating because people dog Obama, but it makes me feel like because Obama was behind it, it got nominated and won mm-hmm. instead of it being an actual cool documentary. Yeah. Because I don't think people would normally watch it. Well, I I didn't obviously I didn't see it, but I think see that, I told you yeah people wouldn't watch it right, and I like Barack Obama. Yeah, I like Barack Obama. I still too. didn't watch it. I watched it partly because of that, but partly because well, that and it won an Oscar. I didn't watch it until it won an Oscar. Yeah, I wanted to see what the hubbub was about it. Well, so it was good, and the the filming was great. I didn't really have a problem with that. It felt like a really well run documentary, um, but I really liked the subject because I went to you know I went to school for business, mm-hmm. so it was interesting to see the Chinese aspect on American workers. I went to school a couple times. Yeah. I showed up a few times. What'd you go for? Gym? No, like I, I mean, oh, <laughs> I went. Like I, I went to the building. Oh. But no, I think the, uh, I liked the. In school uh, suspension, that's what you went for? The creator, of the, remember the, the sh- animated short film Hair Love? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have that in our notes too, I think. Yeah, that was part of the next story. That one, that we one. We are going to roll into that yeah. one because of the Oscar talk. That one in Oscar. Because oh, it dealt did with. Did I ruin them. it? Did I do it too soon? A little bit. Oh. But it's cool. 
I, I don't really have. <laughs> I didn't have much left on the Obama American Factory, but it was a. I, I recommend you watching it not just because it was Obama related, but because it was a really interesting aspect, especially with everything going on with China. Yeah, uh, we're trying to bring factories back to America, manufacturing jobs. Um, so you know, it was a very interesting. It's a time look at it. It's a about time, a two-hour movie, though. Timely release. It yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Well, but it was it was being filmed in 2016 when Obama was still president. So I guess they bought the rights to it after the fact that yeah. they were, he wasn't in the presidency. Doesn't that he feel so? Present? 2016 feels like so long ago. Four years ago, man. Almost four years, depending on when it was filmed. Oh, my God. It's crazy, right? It feels like... It was... <laughs> it's been a long four years. Do you want to Do you want to hear For something? some of us. Let me put this into perspective. 1990 is the same amount of years away as 2050. Why are you gonna drop that off? Doesn't that blow your mind? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Thirty Holy years, shit. bro. Fuck. Why are you gonna drop that on me? Just saying. That's crazy. Just saying. I'm just saying if if people make it an hour and forty minutes into the podcast, that's gonna probably ruin their night. That's close to my retirement year. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. I think about that every once in a while though. What, being able to retire? No, my retirement year. Oh, so you should stop thinking about that. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> Because I can't wait for it when it happens. Hopefully, I won't be a geriatric. I don't think we're going to retire. Mm, I think our it's year. Be is, close. I think our year is set in stone, though. I don't think they can change our year anymore for Social Security, depending on if it's going to be there or not. That's what I mean. I don't think it. Uh, yeah. I think sixty-seven is my retirement year. I think that should be yours too. Well, no, I can. Our well, yeah, age. I can retire. Um, I can. Obviously, retire. you can retire early. But yeah. I'm talking about full retirement. No, no but yeah, I can retire at fifty-seven. Why? Through my pension. So, oh, you lucky bastard. I but, about that. But if I hold on, it goes, you know, the benefit increases. Mm-hmm. So if you make it to 62, it's a different level. If you mm-hmm. go to 65, it's a different. So it's still the same concept, but instead of. Well, that's early retirement. Right. But the early retirement age for somebody in a different field oh, is yeah, 62, absolutely. right? Yeah, 62 and a half. Right. So for me, it's. That's 50. for social, not just in a different field, just yeah. if you're going by Social Security. All right. Long. So you can take your pension. Mm-hmm. And you can collect your Social Security when you hit the age two. Yeah. So you can take your pension, live off your pension until your full age yep. to take full or not full age till you're the age to take full benefits at sixty seven. Right. If you can make it that long, yeah. Then you can get full benefits out of your Social Security while living on your pension as well. Yep. Yeah. Money talk. Money talk. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. Hashtag money talk. But I mean, by the time oh. That, yeah. That, thanks for dropping that, man. You well, really brought this when down. I, when I read that, it took my mind a minute to compute it. I wasn't now sure if it was true. Is full of holes. We're sinking. We're not making it across the harbor. I wasn't talking about it. We're almost dead. I wasn't sure if it was true or not, but it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 20, 1990 is 30 years from mm-hmm. now, and 2050 is also 30 years from now. So. You don't have to keep saying it. It's depressing. Thanks. But. DeAndre Arnold. DeAndre Arnold. Part of the Oscar talk. This was the kid that down right. in Texas. Yeah, he was told to shave off his hair. Yep. Shave it, boy. His dreads. Yep, his dreads. Yeah. So part of that, as was, we all know, I'm a I'm a very pro dread. Oh yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you be? It gives a shit. It's your hair. Do what you want with it. But yeah, the talk. Anytime this story comes up, this kind of story, because it it's come up a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, they look back at these handbooks, these student handbooks, and apparently there's language in there for male students that they can't have their hair below the collar of their shirt. That's not within dress code. 
See, this is a, this is a story I didn't really follow, so this is all kind of news to me. I just kind of read through a yeah. bunch of it this week. I knew. Sorry, that's Lilu <laughs> shaking off the loose hair. So I just kind of read through the dress code part. Now I knew of the kid because there, there's, Dion, a, there's a dog here. There's a dog underneath the table. Don't forget. Don't kick her. There's a dog here. Don't, yeah. There's a dog here. We've been don't re- kick her. We've been recording for an hour and forty three minutes. And She's I, a sweetheart, though. <laughs> She's a sweetheart. She's been under the table the whole time, folks. As I get viciously ripped apart on. Well, she on also the just met Mike for the first time, so I think she's kind of making sure he doesn't do anything shady. So DeAndre Arnold, I learned. We learned about. I know you heard about him too. Yes. About the same time when um, DeAndre Hopkins tweeted at him, like, "Don't change you and conform to others no, because no, they want you to." No drop D hop. Right. So I remember hearing about this kid back then um, because of DeAndre Hopkins. Now the school, I don't know, and never any article that I read didn't really state whether or not he actually got to go to graduation or not, or if he still is on this like uh, riff with the school. Um, so, anyways, because it's re- Oscar related, that Hair Love movie you mentioned early, mm-hmm. mind you, Hair Love, yeah. Um, Early. Early. I have to remind you of that. So it was written by Matthew A. Cherry, who was a former NFL uh, football player, played for the Bengals and Ravens, and a bunch of teams on the offseason practice squad list. Um, It was also produced by Karen Rupert Tolliver. Both of those uh, people were going to the Oscars because they were nominated, their animated short. They heard about this story, um, and obviously, being uh, Cherry being a former player, Heard DeAndre Hopkins, you know, tweet at this kid. So they invited him to the Oscar. And don't you know, they won the Oscar that night. Yep. So I thought that was kind of fitting. Uh, This kid has um, also been on Ellen DeGeneres recently. She gave him $20,000 for scholarship money. Um, So even if he doesn't get to walk at graduation, he's got a little something, you know, to help him out for college. You know, uh, but it is kind of... Odd. It, the school he's in, I believe, is mo- majority uh, majority white. So uh, they don't really have people that have different ethnics and hair styles because of their race or their uh, religious rights or anything like that. So those rules are probably old, outdated. Sure. Um, but he had it up. So he'd wear his hair up, make sure it's above the collar. But the rule is, even if it's you know, tied up. Once you untie it, if it's below the collar, you can't have it that low. How specific is that shit? Yeah, that seems like it. Yeah, that's bizarre. Right? What really, you know what? And 5,400 students? Yeah, 5,400 students. That's a big high school, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, Texas is a big school. Yeah. Or uh, Texas is a big state. It so. is. Still. But yeah. I think it's in Houston. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Houston's... Yeah. Yeah, or or it's on the outskirts of Houston. It's a suburb of Houston where he goes to school. At. Did you? I think I asked you. Did you see Hair Love? Did you? Watch? I did not. Okay, I uh, I watched it. I remember. Well, the only one that I saw recently that was like nominated for an Oscar was the Kobe Bryant's one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dear Basketball one. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Dear Basketball was good. But yeah, Hair Love. It was. It was. Uh, it's only like ten minutes long. Yeah, it's really. But it's it's. Most know. of those aren't that yeah. long the because they're animated shorts but it's it's good it's uh it's a really good little animated movie i liked it mm-hmm. yeah and the mom she was she was just like distraught she's like you never hear from my son about anything from school yeah and the one time i do or anytime i do it's about his freaking hair yeah 
Are you kidding me? Of all the things that he could be doing wrong or getting in trouble, it's, yeah. Good it's, grades, not getting in trouble. They picked a fight. Athlete. Definitely died on the wrong Stupid. hill. Stupid. Just definitely dumb. Definitely died on the wrong hill. But we've heard about that before. The wrestling one. Uh, the kid with the, uh, is a high school wrestler. Had his dreads too long. And the oh, yeah. referee thing. Yeah. Leave people's hair freaking alone. It's hair. Get over it. Yep, get over it. So what else you got? Anything you got? You know what? I feel like I'm talking this whole time. Yeah, well, I'm I'm letting you do your thing, man. Yeah, I'm You're rolling, doing a good I'm job. Rolling, I'm You're rolling. Doing a good job. I had a Florida man, but it kind of sucks. So, <laughs> believe it or not, it's not nearly as interesting as a guy driving his car through a GOP voter registration tent. So I'm going to leave it out. Oh, that guy actually talked, by the way. He he spoke words. Yeah. Did he sound like a douche? I forget if it was an interview or not, but he basically said, "Yeah, I definitely hate Trump." <laughs> that was, like he said that word for word. Yeah, I hate Trump. Okay, well, good for him. That's all he said. I'm Did like, you? That's great. I mean, he just seems like he's out of his mind. Thing, things are going a little off the rails because I think some guy up in uh, New Hampshire punched a kid. Was it gritty? No, no. <laughs> Dr- gritty is well traveled, but I don't think he was in New Hampshire. Gritty, no, uh, gritty was, was acquitted by it the was, way. Free, free gritty. Free gritty. It was during the primary. Mm-hmm. He was this kid. He was 15 years old. I don't know his name because he's a minor. But he was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Mm. And he was standing out in front of the polling place. And this guy, who looks like a psycho, he was leaving the polling place. And this kid wished him, said, hey, have a good night. And this guy turned around and bitch slapped him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. A 15-year-old kid. Jeez. So Leave your hands to yourself, people. Like, who gives a shit? He's wearing a freaking hat. Yeah. It's a kid. My God, uh, what is wrong with people? It's if it's an adult, that's one thing. Like if you're gonna pick a fight with an adult, go ahead, choose your battles, but don't hit a 15 year old kid. It doesn't matter how much of a douchebag. Because you I know, think the only thing I ever advocated for or you was know, okay with was Stephen Miller getting like spit on in a restaurant. Yeah. Well, you know, the kid probably was like, you and know, even that's kind of extreme. You know, he was there, it is extreme, and he was being a smart, like, have a great night. Uh, like, you know, he was probably being a douchebag. Like he Nick Sandman, the kid, right? So the guy? you know, he probably deserved to be bitch slapped, but you <laughs> don't do it. You don't actually. He bitch nervously slap him. said. Have a good night. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Yeah. So I don't. I, so yeah. That's it, gonna piss people off. Too. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm joking. Two buddy. two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row that a lefty, probably a Bernie bro. Yeah. Has, right. <laughs> has, Assaulting kids. That has, sounds like Bernie. has attacked. Uh, that sounds like a boomer thing. Yeah. So. Oh my God! But, That's your Florida man story. No, that is not. That is not Florida man. That is. That was in. That's New Hampshire, Hampshire man. That's New Hampshire man. NH man. NH man. So. Well, before you get there. Where are we going? We're going on a trip Uh-oh. to talk to you all about the Houston Astros thing. Oh, the Houston Astros. Yeah. This I know, makes me I know mad. It's, I know it's a long podcast already. This makes me mad. Um, but, man, I feel for this guy. So, pitcher Mike Bolsinger, um, who was um, pitching against the Astros in 2017, uh, came in in relief work. He wasn't working out as a starter, so um, he had tried to change up his career to to be a reliever. Uh, apparently, he was semi-effective uh, being a reliever rather than a starter. Um, so he came in the uh, regular season uh, August 4th. Yeah, I guess that's regular season yet. So he came into this game August 4th, 2017. He filed a civil suit 
against the Houston Astros in L.A. Supreme Court, accusing them of unfair business practices, negligence, and international interference with contractual and economic relations. Huge, okay? So um, apparently an Astros fan wrote an app to document every trash can bang uh, and found that most bangs took place during that August 4th, 2017 game. Uh, the most bangs in that game came when Bolsinger was on the mound. Okay, so he came in. Um, let's see. He got lit up. He had uh, four runs against out of four hits, had three walks, all in just a one-third innings of work. That's not a lot of time. He only threw 29 pitches. Okay. And he got lit up. Yeah. So... Um, like I said, he was recently converted to a reliever, so it wasn't even like his primary position uh, most of his career. Um, and he's not known to be a flamethrower, so usually if you don't throw hard as a starter... Is that what that means in baseball talk? Yeah, flamethrower. Like, okay. Rocket arm. Rock. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so he's, he's more of a breaking ball guy. Okay. So, and the whole thing with oh. the Astros where they were banging on the lid anytime a breaking ball was called by the catcher. So they right. were reading the catcher's signs, right. banging on the lid... If they saw a breaking ball sign, and then the hitters would be extra careful. <laughs> Lelou's thirsty. Hang on a second. Let's pardon. We're going to pause to let Lelou take a drink. She's very thirsty. She was under that table for an hour and a half. Yeah. If you hit the fast forward button, Go 30 ahead. seconds, <laughs> she's going hard at it. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Get down. <laughs> so anyways we'll get back she's done now uh, all right good hey, job Lilu, yay all right she's gonna jump up watch out no no you got the mic there come on up here bitch. so anyways um so he's anytime that they would call a breaking ball they'd bang on the trash can lid let the batter know to let the batter know that a breaking ball is coming so he would either lay off a pitch that was close to being a ball yeah. in his mind or he'd crush it if it's over the plate Right? Yeah. Because he knew it wasn't going to be a fastball. So he's not looking at something that's going to be in the high 80s. Um, so then he uh, he wants them to forfeit $31 million that they won in bonuses for winning the World Series. Okay? Uh, he also wants... He probably wants a piece of that. But I think most of it he wants to go to um, L.A.-focused charities uh, for bettering kids' lives. And also to create a fund for retired baseball players who need financial assistance. Which I thought was pretty cool. That he's not looking to get the whole, like thirty-one million that he was requesting. It's not all self-interest. No, he wants no, to no. help people. He also wants to stick it to him because he thinks sure. his career is ruined. Because well, part of it sounds like he has a little bit of a case. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and with everything going on now and everything that's come out, how deep it's the whole gone. buzzer thing right. potentially that, that Altuve was wearing when he was holding his jersey. Yeah. Um, so he was after the game. He was demoted. He felt like it was his worst outing of his professional career. He just felt like they knew every pitch he was throwing. throwing. Um, and then um, after that game, he was demoted to AAA. Hadn't pitched in the, minor, in the majors since then. Never came back. Went down to AAA, pitched okay, but didn't get a contract renewal. So they had to go to Japan for two years. Had to move his family out there. His wife was pregnant. Um, I think he missed the birth of his child if i'm not mistaken um so no no mlb teams got interested in him and then they win the world series uh you know push you know like 
push it forward three, four years later, and here he wants this lawsuit written up now that it's public knowledge that they yeah. cheated. Um, so Major League Baseball said that they um, had used, the Astros used video replay, um, a video replay feed to steal opposing signs, opposing team's signs during the 2017-2018 season, tipping off the batters uh, to off-speed pitches by banging on the trash cans. Um, in the meantime, Astros won the World Series in 17, reached the ALCS in 2018, generated millions of dollars um, in team ticket sales and merchandise because of those two years. Obviously, now they're very popular. Well, they were. I remember, like, I didn't follow this too closely, but I do remember they, they were hot. They were hitting. Years. They were hitting an absurd amount of home runs mm-hmm. at home. Like it was. Well, Altuve alone, like yeah. he's a little dude. He was jacking thirty some plus home runs. Yeah. For a little shortstop. Kind of thought something might have been up there. Right. It kind of makes sense now. I mean, you just. I thought he was just that good of a hitter. Their lineup was stacked, so that's how they got away with it yeah. because they had some really good players. Mm-hmm. So it seemed and like they were all wow, okay, too. these guys are just all on fire right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So he's also like trying to say that you know, it wasn't just him that was affected. Those players affected their their pays. Right. Right. You know, they all got paid. They all got to stay in the majors, and he got you know negatively affected by it. So he's pissed that they got all these bonuses paid to them, World Series bonuses, rings, all this recognition and stuff, and. All they had to do was just get their coach fired, their GM fired, and yeah. that's it. When well, did you see what? Uh, oh, suspended two for a year. What, was the owner who came out? He was talking about how he doesn't think that it impacted the game at all. Yeah. What? A, how freaking dumb is that? They're just trying to cover how, their own ass. How tone deaf can you be? I think it's on purpose, though. It has to be. Well, because he doesn't want his World Series stripped away. Well, no, but he. I believe it was their first World Series. Win. Probably should. It's gonna be. It's gonna have a little asterisk next to it forever. That's for sure. And then it also struck up the whole Pete Rose thing. Right. Because, like, you're really going to... Like, they literally cheated yep. to win a World Series, and they actually did get caught cheating yep. to win the World Series. Yeah, it's... They didn't have any of that stripped away, and those guys were only suspended. They got a year sussies, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to you gotta let Pete Rose back into the game of baseball. He cheated on his team... Or he didn't cheat. He bet. He bet on his team to win right. games. Right. Not even to lose. He Not wasn't even. even to he lose. wasn't even Paul crewing it out here. Yeah, the like, only the only thing he broke was the betting rule. That was it. It's right. not like he was even like dogging games exactly. to win money. Yeah, Pete Rose. That, and I think that was one thing that I agreed with Donald way, Trump on. Trump, oh, maybe yeah, because I was just gonna say he's also a Donald Trump supporter. I don't know if it's the nice thing that I was thinking of. It'll come to me. Because well, Donald Trump tweeted. He goes, hey. You know, if that's what you're going to do right. to the Astros, then you got to let Pete Rose back in yeah. baseball. Yeah, and I agree with him and on Trump's that. And Trump's a big baseball fan. Trump is a big baseball fan. Trump uh, Trump played baseball, too, in like college, uh, high school and college. Yeah, I believe he did. Mm-hmm. No, he did. He went to the... Uh, he also said he was like the best player. But he, w- he went to the Wharton School of Business. Yeah, and his dad got him there. It's in Pennsylvania. His dad got him there. Yeah. He actually, Donald Trump has some... I believe in- his son went there, too. He has some interesting ties to Pennsylvania. He does. Which is weird. Well, the he also went to an academy, and I think uh, military academy in PA. Yeah, a private um, school, high school, I think. You you talking about the Astros getting their World Series ring? Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think about how the um, Kansas City Chiefs are giving Alex Smith a Super Bowl ring. That's cool. Which is really neat because he helped. It's a shame because I really I thought he. I mean, there was a, a few seasons where you're like, "Holy shit, here we go! We're really seeing yeah. Alex Smith." You know. Get his shot again with another team. Yep. 
He's healthy, by the way. He's he's rehabbed. He's, he's well. They said he started running that long yeah, ago or he, jogging. He's looking. He's looking to make a comeback after that. Like that was gruesome. Dude. I, I watched. I remember seeing that live, and I think I remember like texting our group chat saying yeah, Alex yeah. Smith just died on the field. Yeah, it Would, was nasty. I'm pretty sure it was on the anniversary of when Joe Theismann. when Joe Theismann mm-hmm. did it too, which mm-hmm. is creepy. Same team. Ugh. Same, yeah, same team. team. That's very gross. Eerie. That thing was nasty. <clears throat> I just got shivers. I mean, that ended Theismann's career. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't. Was I, mean, that, I don't think was, he was a spring chicken. But that, was that Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor. He's like. He immediately. Yeah, he's like wave, he waving everybody in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. LT. That was a little before my time, but he turned out to be kind of a piece of shit, right? No. Lawrence Taylor? No. Yeah, huh? I think he had an instance with like. Um, Didn't he get caught with like drugs and underage girls? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it was that. No, hold on, that look was Lawrence Taylor. Here's I'm what gonna I'm going to think. Up. You look it up. I'll tell what I think it is. I okay. think he didn't he like get into some shit with Marv Albert or something like that. Who's Marv Albert again? Mm, he's like a sports announcer. I don't know. I remember this being like in uh, Dennis Leary's um, one shout out Dennis Leary. Uh, I believe this was in one of his specials. He talked about this instance where Marv Albert. Like hired a hooker and it was a tranny or something like that, and LT was somehow involved. He mentioned LT during this whole thing. Wow! But no, remember he was also in Waterboy. Now here it goes. The former New York Giants linebacker had a highly publicized struggle with drug addiction and had multiple legal runs before he was arrested and charged in the alleged rape of a 16-year-old girl. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, I mean, I was also very young when that happened. This was 2010 that this ha- that that happened. Okay, so I wasn't that young. No. I was 20. So, yeah, he... I don't know if he was found guilty of that or not, mm. but I do remember that making headlines that he might have been uh, involved in some some nasty stuff. That's crazy. He also got a DUI. Well, yeah, I heard about the DUI. Right. He was in Waterboy, though. Everyone gets a DUI once, I think. You're going to ignore my stat? He's in the Waterboy? He was in the Waterboy. Look... Here it is in 2000. You're still it. Here it is in 2010. <laughs> he pleaded guilty to sexual misconduct with a teenage girl and was sentenced to six years of probation. Six years of probation. Yep, for sexual misconduct with a teenage girl. He didn't do any. Well, man, that's what happens when you're famous. So I told you, he turned out to be a piece of shit. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was the. It was probably the drugs, that was like causing him to not. Well, that's it was, that was his spot in Waterboy. He was standing next to Waterboy talking to little kids, and then uh, Waterboy goes off in this stupid rant. <laughs> and then he goes, that brings me to my next point, kids. Don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who would have thought? Look, if you the way that we started this podcast, I don't know that I ever would have foresaw us ending it talking about the Waterboy. Mm, no. We've come truly full circle on this episode. Uh, I think we could have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. We're about there. Yeah. We're about there. So, um, what else? a couple other stories. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up? I don't, I, I, it seems like you really have a lot on your mind tonight. I don't want to. It's not just tonight. It was the whole week. Like, was, I think it was a bad week. I think week. It, it was an okay week. It wasn't a week filled, like I told you earlier. It was a long week. It was a long week. Well, for you, it was really long. Yeah. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. But, uh, <laughs> so, no, but it was a week that wasn't really filled with a lot of Trump news, which, which is okay with me. Which is okay and odd. Not until the end of the week when the whole bar thing yeah. uh, and the Roger Stone stories kicked up. But really, he kind of stayed low-key for him for yeah. Trump. It's Trump low-key. Sure. Um, but no, like I'll, I think next week's episode, I'll take some of these stories okay. 
um, over. Uh, preview would be like uh, I was listening to freaking Freakonomics podcast about the 49ers worth net worth and like their business. And I thought that was a really interesting look at yeah. the. That's uh, oh, that's a, a podcast. Team. Freakonomics. Yeah, oh, okay. it was actually started as a book. Okay. Um, I think they dive into like for some reason I thought that socialism was a TV and stuff thing. like that. Democratic socialism. Oh no. Mm, it was it was interesting. I think they have stats on both sides. Yeah. But it was it was interesting. Fair um, fair and balanced reporting on democratic socialism. Is there anything such anymore? No. Not much. Um what what are uh wait, isn't that that was Fox News Fox tagline? <laughs> We're done. We're no. done. What are fucking you, hold Fox on, hold News tagline? <laughs> hold on, what are, what are your favorite podcasts? You just I just want to ask that question now. Oh, okay. Uh so obviously Joe Rogan's probably my top the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast. No, uh, so yeah, Joe Rogan's one. Spitting chicklets. I've Spittin I've chicklets. not rediscovered, but I started listening to more now. Um, and I listen to a lot of NPR news. So okay. a, lo- a lot of NPR podcasts, NPR news podcasts, uh, NPR politics podcasts. Sure. Um, so that's like everyday listens. Um, See, I go I go heavy on the true crime. See, I do too when I find a good one. Yeah, like serial. Serial was was great. Serial was great. Uh, Bear Brook. Bear Brook, yeah. That one you turned me on to, I think. Yep, that was a good one. Um, I liked um, Up and Vanished. Up and Vanished. That was a great podcast. The one that I'm really, really, really hung up now Mm -hmm. is called Delphi. Delphi. Yeah. So if you like true crime podcasts, check that one out. Okay. Um, it's called Delphi. It's about, um, not to get too dark, but it's about two girls who were murdered and they haven't solved it yet. But, Mm. um, I also really dig crime junkie. Crime junkie is a great podcast. Um, so you're like a chick with soap operas. This is basically, basically, yeah, this is what I listen to at work is yeah. Yeah. How long I like, do you like retain everything you hear though? Or do you have to rewind every once in a while and be like, what the hell did you say? No. So like I listen. Cause I do that a lot. Well, I listen. I'll start tuning it out. I listen on. Not s- because it's not interesting. just cause yeah. I get involved. In well, I listen on certain days. Okay. So like every, every day I have the, what I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So on that day <laughs> I like compartmentalize so you're it. you're a weirdo about it. Right. So I like, com- <laughs> I compartmentalize it. So I know from like Monday to Monday yeah. when I listen to that podcast, for whatever reason, it brings it back in my mind that I remember what happened on the last episode of mm. that podcast. And then Tuesday is the same thing. I got you. Every, any podcast I listen to on Tuesday, I can... What's your mix to, of music to podcast? It depends. It depends. depends. Some days I go Some days I go hard on the music. Mm. Other days. Yeah, mood-wise. But, but yeah. see, you have to remember, I, I have to listen with one earbud out. Oh, I do too. I have to, so I can't. I can't put both earbuds in. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Well, I have to have one in. Music's hard. I usually put the one in the in the ear that isn't visible. Yeah, because I'm not allowed to. Right, right. Right. Uh, I don't listen to anything at work. If anybody from work is listening, (laughs) but if I do, that's what I would do. I'd put it in the ear that you can't see. If I did, I'd be smart about it. I asked. (laughs) I don't think anybody's gonna ever listen to this from. Not, I don't think right. anyone's going to get to two hours and six minutes. No, no. Well, I said it earlier with him too. So um, I also listened, I started listening to um, Barstool News uh, Network, Hard Factor. 
One bite. Everyone knows the rules. Which, yeah. So I know the organization is more right-leaning. They are. Um, I so yeah. I kind of like listen to – I wanted to kind of broaden my horizon on um, certain viewpoints of people on the right because I'm not a complete leftist. I do lean left. You're moderate. Yeah. You're moderate. Normally. Normally. So they have some interesting things um, to say. It's only like a half-hour podcast, but I believe it is daily. So that's interesting. Oh, that reminds me. The topical. Or is it weekly? No, it is daily. The topical by The Onion. Yeah, the topical. That's a, I just added that That's hilarious. I can't listen to it that often, though. I can. Because it's not real news. But no, it's hilarious. It's not real news, but it... It sounds like it could be. Yeah. It does sound like it could be. And you just... You, it's uh, satirical. You did just listen to S-Town, right? S-Town. I re-listened to S-Town. Yeah, it took me twice to get through it. Well, no, I... To, like, remember all the stuff that he said... Because the guy was nuts. Well, S-Town was one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. It was crazy, right? Because it wasn't even supposed to be like that. It wasn't, if I remember correctly, the, the podcaster said that he had an actual structure for it, and it didn't go by that at all because it, it turned out his story. Well, S-Town starts because the guy called him. Said that there's like corruption and shit going on in the town. Yeah. And there's and like it, nothing. It turned out to not, it was a murder. And it turned out to not be a murder at all. Right. And then one thing led into another. Well, but, don't give it away for people that. Right. Um, but talking about podcasts, I like Lore. Mm. Lore is great. That's I've every other that week, though. And then one of my favorites is a podcast called Dissect. Mm-hmm. And it's a music podcast. The guy just picks, oh, okay. a, he picks an album and he goes song by song. And he dissects the music, which is really cool. But so those are all the. Uh, well, speaking of podcast ties, uh, Serial, the one with Adnan Saeed. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he he um, was convicted of killing, supposedly killing his girlfriend, um, Heyman Lee. Heyman Lee, yeah. Back in '99, down in Baltimore, and dumping her body, even though there was zero physical evidence at all. Right. It, which I find those cases. Absolutely amazing because the state just, the state's case was literally just built on he, on one dude's story, right? Jay, his friend, Jay. that guy, Jay. Yeah. yeah. So we're not going to give it away, just in case you haven't heard it. But it's a really good podcast. However, I must say there was news recently. It was Friday, and I, I at, at first glance I thought for sure I was like, oh, they got Adnan out of uh, out of jail. No, it was um, so one of the guys along with Ad there was Adnan, Jay as a suspect, and another dude. Um, who they couldn't find any DNA resemblance this is on like, the crime scene. This is breaking. This is new news. This was new news on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. So the the third dude that I was mentioning, I can't remember his name, but uh, he was a suspect also in that case with Adnan. Uh, they cleared him because his DNA didn't match what was on scene. Um, but he actually just was found dead. Whoa. Murdered himself. Um, or he died in prison. No, I'm sorry. He died in prison, but they linked his DNA to a killing in like South Carolina. No way. So he was a he was a criminal, um, what are they a suspect in Adnan's case? Yeah. But actually killed somebody in South Carolina. Like DNA was like from '86 or something like that. Wow. Crazy, right? That is crazy. To not even be involved in that case, and then boom. And still be a serial killer. Still or be a killer. killer. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So they weren't far off. Just a couple states. But no, uh, I I was just on my phone and I just remembered um, funny political videos. We were talking about funny political videos. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, I had this one pulled up and I forgot to mention it before we ended talking about it. Which one is it? It's uh, the Howard Dean 
Yo! Oh, and he oh screams. God. Oh, that's a great one. Another classic. <laughs> classic. You know what I want to do? This gives me a good idea. I'm going to write Make a montage? Down. No, no, no. Well, that too, but we should just, we should talk about, because I got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. There's the George Bush doesn't like black people. Um, Howard Dean yelling is a good one. Gary, oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Johnson, Gary, the one that we talked about earlier. Yeah, where called he him a pussy. Called him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of the, my favorite ones is when George Bush, he's playing golf, and he's like, we need oh. to eliminate evil. And then he goes, we need to fight terrorism. And then he goes, now watch this. Now drive. watch this shot. <laughs> <laughs> he just hits a ball off the drive. I'm like, yo, this guy. I, I will say I, I do stand with Joe Rogan when he says that he, he loves how funny Trump can be. Because he's just comical he because could, it's so out of norm. Trump couldn't be objectively funny. So like he, he can be. He gave his uh that, that speech after he got acquitted, right? Yeah. And he's just at the podium and he knows it's being broadcast all over, yeah. right? And he goes and he does the sniff <laughs> I can't do it. He does the mm. sniffing thing in the mic where he goes Right. <laughs> So he's he's ramping up to this to this next line he's gonna go. He's talking about you know the phony you know impeachment hoax and yeah. blah blah blah. It was just all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I, was just, I was dying. Like I'm sitting there shaking my head. Like okay, he's the president. This should not be happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know this is not the first time he's done it either. Well, but I'm, you, I'm just sitting there laughing. You can't do anything but laugh because it's fun. And he almost looked like he was gonna crack up at the podium. I, think, I just thought it was funny. I think one of bullshit. Like, <laughs> uh, ob- objectively, one of the funniest things he's ever done. I, I'm pretty sure he wished he wished haters and losers a happy 9/11. Oh, I, oh my god! I do remember. Hold on, that. I gotta find it. Oh my god! Here you we sure go. Yeah. That? So was it, it says on September 11th, 2013, he said, I would like to extend my best wishes to all, even the haters and losers on this special date, September 11th. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, the, I, the disrespect in that tweet is fucking staggering. It's just a lack of self-awareness on the day. But it is, I couldn't, I had to laugh. When I heard it, I had to laugh. Haters. I didn't know what else to do. He wished haters and losers a, a happy 9-11. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, Unbelievable. But it's objectively funny. Moving to another one, um, the video of Bush getting the shoes thrown at him. Oh. <laughs> How stupid is that shit? This is so funny. <laughs> he dodged. He had a quick dodge, he too. He did. And then he <laughs> threw the second one at him. <laughs> he got the second one off, but it wasn't as hard as the first throw. Oh, or what about when he he get he was giving a speech and he was exiting and the door didn't open? <laughs> he walked into the door. <laughs> Dude, George, say what you want about George Food W. Bush. Food for days with that guy. George W. Bush may have been a warmonger, but he was objectively funny as oh well. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. So dude. last thing. I have a can't let it go. You have a can't let it go? Yeah. I know like some shows do can't let it goes. But this one had me... The Clig. I was kind of... Yeah. Yeah. NPR does that, right? NPR does it. Yeah, yeah, Their politics podcast. So you have one? Shout out NPR. You have a can't let it go? I do. Okay. Uh, An apartment in India had booze coming out of its faucet. That was a couple weeks ago. That sounds like my dream. You would think... But I guess when you <laughs> when you want to like bake some mac or uh, boil some mac and cheese, it's kind of pissing you off, you know, like 
You don't want it to be in a corona. <laughs> no. You might get the coronavirus. I don't even know how that would work. If it would even boil correctly. So uh, I guess residents woke up. It was Monday, February 3rd. So I only heard about this this week, though, scrolling through the news. And uh, to find that their tap water was noticeably dark. Wow. So uh, um, was, they, it lo- was it lager? Uh, no, it was liquor, like liquor, liquor. No like hard liquor. way. So check this out. In 2014, workers um, were digging holes uh, near this apartment because uh, – so they were going to store this liquor, this outdated liquor – um, from a nearby bar um, and hotel because they had, um, I guess they went dry. Like the city went dry. So they were they had, they had figured they were like, well, we got to do something with it. Yeah. So they decided to Just bury, bury it. it. Okay. I guess. I mean, that, maybe they're not near any bodies of water. They wanted to contaminate that either. Um, so the, this outdated liquor then seeped into a nearby well and polluted the water stream uh, that was nearby the... Near the uh, apartment complex. So, yeah, so they came, became a dry state in 2014. This uh, Kerala, this city, Kerala. So, yeah. Wow. That's my can't let it go. They woke up with boots coming out of their faucets, and I guess... Some people have all the luck. Uh, can you imagine waking up one morning? Well, I can tell you that I would Instead wouldn't. of coffee, you get, like, I can, Baileys? I, I can tell you that if I woke up one morning and there was liquor coming out of my sink, I probably wouldn't wake up the next morning. I'd quit. I'd quit work. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to work. I would be hung over. <laughs> oh, man. So that was the last thing I had. I mean, there's other stories that, I, like I said, the Freakonomics, I'm just going to yeah. push that to next week. It's a re- I want to do a little more research on it anyways. Yeah. Well, I think this went well. Yeah. I think this went good. Yeah. I had a good time. It was good. It was long. I didn't think it would be this long, but. No, you know what? We did a, I I like it. We're at two hours and 16 minutes. So, I mean, I, damn. That's a long episode. Damn. I'm wondering if anyone's going to listen. But Yeah. I mean, hey, if you got a long day, listen to us in two parts if you want. Yeah, break it up. Why not? Um, all right. So, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Mine as well. I don't really, like I said, I don't have Wrap that shit up, bro. <laughs> um, wrap so, it up. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, again, for listening to episode two of the True Story Bro podcast. Um, if you have anything, if you have a a comment, a concern, mm-hmm. if you want to fact check us, if you want to just give us your feedback, you can email us at truestorybro at gmail.com and we will get back to you uh, as promptly as we can. True Some Story pe- Bro show, right? No. No, it is It is just... Or pod. It is truestorybropod at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, that'll come directly to us and mm-hmm. we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Or hit us up at Twitter yeah. uh, at pod underscore true there you go so that's where you can get to us at and uh which we already had some feedback we did through our email so we thank did. you those who reached we out did yeah you it know was, who you are you know <laughs> it was it was uh it was well well received feedback yes um very I, much appreciated i appreciated the way that it was worded and the just the critique in general because mm-hmm. like i said we are brand new at this so and we like the positive stuff out of that. Yeah. We were complimented on the audio. Exactly. So this is a different... We're recording at my house instead of Mike's apartment. Right. Um, so it might sound a little different, a little echoier. Yeah. Obviously the dog. <laughs> Lilu. Got a little issue there. No, she's great. She was she was pretty quiet. She's a right? sweetheart. She's, yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, we appreciate all comments, questions, concerns, all that stuff. Yeah. Definitely reach out. 
Uh, any topics anybody wants to talk about, let us know. Yeah, we're also open to suggestions, of <clears throat> course. So if you see anything that's interesting, you want us to talk about it in we'll length. We'll wormhole it. Well, yeah, we'll, I mean, we spent, we'll get into it. We literally just spent two hours and 18 minutes of our Saturday night talking about bullshit. Bull- <laughs> bullshit. So, so we will talk about it. It doesn't matter what it is. So send us those suggestions. And uh, I Shit, guess that's we still don't know how to end this, do we? No, I'm <sighs> trying to figure out how to end it. I guess uh, that's it till next week. Uh, I'm Mike. Gotta go, Buffaloes. This is Jeremy. <laughs> Gotta go. So you didn't know how to end the podcast and you picked, uh, I picked the, that. You picked Picked, I, you I, searched your brain and picked the worst way well, no, to you end see, the podcast. I have all this shit written down, right? What, what are your suggestions? Oh, my God. All right. We're going to read these out loud? Okay, yeah. So one of these... Okay, this Toodaloo, one... kangaroo. This one is this one is <laughs> starred and double underlined. And it's just we give each other air high fives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one I do like, though. Don't at me, bro. Oh, man. That's what we have to say. That's what we have to say. And that's what we have to say. See you soon, baboon. You really hit the animals hard on this one. Well, I, the top half of that's just kitty ones. like, Yeah. Man. Like just kind of fun, kid-friendly you know, kid ones. I like I'm I like we're Mike and Jeremy and you're not. That's totally a stolen one from Chevy Chase, though. That's true. Because Chevy Chase, obviously with the weekend update. I don't know. I'm Chevy Chase. I'm going to be honest. You're not. With, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. None of those are good. I know. That's why I wasn't going to go with any of them. Just letting you know. Yeah. That's why I was just going to stay with uh, Stay Classy San Diego. Well, that. Okay, Ron Burgundy. Uh, We're going to end this thing before somebody gets hurt. Uh, (laughs) So, again, this has been True Story Bro Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. Have a good night, guys. Stay classy, San Diego.